Welcome to another edition of Mass Bats and Ma'am. I'm your host, the Outlaw LA Red. You can find me on Twitter at JustinHarvey75. You can find the entire show on Twitter at MMMShow75. And we are joined today with a couple of friends and Byron. Because, you know, what's a show without Byron? Hi, Byron. Catch me at Byron Fever on all the social medias and Venmo. Send me money. I live in New York. Rent's expensive. Uh, I, today's a very special day near and dear to all of our hearts because Casey isn't here. No, 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 no. That's not why it's special. That's so not why it's special. I have to say. I dish you Byron, by no, Byron, 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 that's not why it's special. I mean, no, that's a good feeling, but it's not why it's special. You know why it's special? I have no idea. Why don't you tell me? We're, you're yelling. We're being joined from across the pond by birthday boy himself, replacing the aforementioned Professor Casey, uh, Meatloaf. What's going on, Meatloaf? Hello. I'm officially old now, sir. Wait, did you say hello? Where's the hello? We, we brought you on the show for cool British-sounding things. Like, if you're going to say hello, you're totally fired, and we're just going to yeah. kick you out of this session. Mary Poppins. Yeah, Team Crumpets. Better. Better, better. And uh, we're joined by a very special guest today because we seriously want to talk about quite possibly one of the best things that's ever been televised. And I think it's a guy who knows a little something about that. It's uh, our friend and writer and co What's your title? Co executive? I, I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy uh, who does all the cool shit at Luke's Underground. It's Mr. Joseph, guys. DJ, how's it going? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Me, nice to see you there across the pond. Thanks for joining me. It's nice to see you instead of Casey. <laughs> well, you, dude, as soon as Casey, <laughs> found out, as soon as Casey found out you were going to be on, of course, he's dodging you. He's ducking you. <laughs> he actually peed himself. He didn't want us to tell you that. I know. I didn't see him at PowerCon, by the way. I went to PowerCon, and he was nowhere to be found. I thought. Okay, so you actually there. went. He, he went too, and he said it was Ooh. really bad. So yeah, and, it, it was kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> Roach and I were there for like maybe like. 20 minutes, and then we're like, hey, you want to go to the bar? <laughs> That's what it is. Nobody, nobody saw each other because everybody hit the floor for like 30 minutes, and then they were all like, I think Casey went to Little Tokyo to get some ramen or something. You guys are at the bar. Everyone's like, okay, yeah, He-Man's great, and that's I, it. I saw, I saw referee John Cone from the WWE there. I was like, I had no idea I'd see you at PowerCon. So I hit for about 10 minutes. He disappeared. Yeah, pretty much everybody did. Yeah, I was sad that I, I couldn't go. I was out of town, but made Casey go by himself, which probably also made him not stay as long. Yeah, it was probably better <laughs> for you to not be there. So, Meatloaf, it's your birthday. You're on the show with DJ. You get one oh. question. Ask, ask DJ one question oh, now. No. Already? Oh, <laughs> ask him. Oh, God. Don't make it sexual, Meef. You don't, you, you don't want to mention sexy stuff, then. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'll think about it. Let me think about my question. All right, you get one. I wasn't prepared for this. He's going to go He's right there. Sexy star, Jesus, man. Like, you don't even want to get into it. $200 to do this. Just like. Well, Evie Dub talked about it a couple weeks ago on this show. I was I was surprised that he brought it up at all. But we, we I won't bring it up. How about that? I will just move right on to the thing that I am most excited about, the real reason why I asked you here. Fuck all the bad stuff. Fuck the rumors. Forget yeah. all the nonsense. This is the match that I have been waiting to talk about for over a damn year now. Yeah, me And too. it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, how are you feeling the day after Hell of War, DJ? I feel, I feel pretty good. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I've been waiting, again, like you have, for 
gosh, how long has it been? Over a year. Yeah, it's been uh, like a year so, and two months, I think. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm pretty excited that the world finally got to see it. And uh, I think it, uh, I think television did it justice, you know, for, for, for what it was live. It, it, it uh, was pretty awesome. Pretty great feedback, too. So I like that. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of what I was wondering, too. Like, I know I saw a ton of great feedback, but I also tend to follow and talk to a lot of people who love Lucha Underground. So, I mean, did anybody hit you with anything negative, like that was too over the top? or? Um, no, not really. Mostly, I, I try to just follow positive things because it makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good choice, but, uh, good choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think that the, the coolest thing was seeing the people um, and, and fans out there say how much that they respected what Fox and Strickland at Killshot uh, did out there because what those guys put themselves through and did for our entertainment is, is just – I can't even – words can't even describe it. It's, it's absolute insanity, but at the same time, for, for, to perform and to execute their storyline and to finish everything the way they did, I mean, those guys, man, they hit a home run. Hit a well, home run. I think we always knew you were building to something with those guys, but, I mean, did you always know that this was the plan, like for them to go where they went? We had some ideas of what we wanted to do, and then um, it kind of – if I can remember, God, it's been so long ago. Uh, I, I think that we had a few different plans, and then uh, somehow Three Stages of Hell came came out as an idea, and then we just kind of kept adding on to it from there. You know. Well, I kind of I was I was wondering like too with the the Dante name that you guys gave yeah. Ar Fox, if that yeah. was like the whole time it was like you wanted to put him through the different layers of hell. Um, in Lucha Underground, if that was that, and, and you know, we just thought that sounded cool, so that's why that's why we okay. Dante Fox had nothing to do with that. But you know, Striker has a way with taking some things that we that 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 we create and then adding another layer to it. So uh, well, that, I that, thought it was almost that deliberate. Cool. I was like, Jesus, Ar, I can't believe you signed the contract. If these guys really were going to put you through the seven layers of hell from yeah. the time no, you signed up, if that was no, the plan. No, honestly, those guys, uh, a lot of the things that they wanted to do for sure came from them um especially like the the glass um you know we had been watching like i've been like watching some some cage of death and some things like that and uh and then we started talking and then they were like hey can we really do that here and i was why not let's <laughs> let's try it and i'm like hey eric can we really do this here he's like i don't know yeah why not <laughs> let's go for it and then well eric's quote was that he turned to you and said like is this good because he almost didn't yeah. know like he lost complete yeah. perspective of and what I usually, was going on and i usually say yes yes <laughs> and then he's like oh are you sure <laughs> I'm like, yes i'm like I'm wrong some of the times, but you know, I, I thought that this would definitely be something that would get people talking about and fit the the personal storyline between the two characters. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I think that's the difference between this and like some random death match is that it actually made sense, and even in the way that they were executing the match, it was still really telling the story. You know? Yeah, I mean, even right down to the finish of of. Uh, you know, kill shot putting Dante in an ambulance and not leaving him for dead. And uh, you know, I, I just thought there's something about about the entire story that that really really 
clicked and worked together. And plus the two, the two talents. I mean, they just had so much chemistry and were so excited to work each other, work with each other. And they honestly, they wanted to steal the show. It's like, go ahead. I mean, we give, we tell stolen. everyone to go for yeah, it. They stolen. Especially <laughs> stolen. Right. Well, so th- that death box before I move on, that death box, was that your idea? Who that was yeah, that but, them? Well, that thing well, was crazy. Well, well, we had an idea to have the big glass spot, but we didn't know how to set it up. So we just kind of started working around with things. It took a lot. The whole match took a lot of planning. Like mm-hmm. I think we planned that over some over weeks and, um, uh, uh, you know, all the little details. And so we're trying to figure out where to do that spot and all that. And that's where it kind of came from. And we decided to build the structure on top of tables, on top of chairs to kind of help make the impact on the floor <laughs> less, uh, less stiff, I guess, but oh. man, yeah, I don't know how that could be at all, but I mean, yeah. Fox was like, I'm cool. We brought, we, they, uh, they made me bring in like a stunt coordinator. <laughs> so, wow. I, yeah. So I had to bring a stunt guy to like show him what we were doing. And then he's like, really? Yeah. You get, yeah. This is totally cool. We'll do it. Because after the fire thing, like they, they made me bring in a guy for the fire thing. Anytime I want to do something really crazy, the lawyers are like, you have to have a bunch of, uh, a bunch of like professional people, even though technically like yeah. half of our guys are stuntmen. I'm sure AR like, Fox can tell them. <laughs> What's that, Meef? I said, I can imagine yeah, that AR Fox can pretty much tell them how the fuck to do shit. Yeah. Yeah. He well, he's done some crazy stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, if no. you do, if you do a table bump, like uh, Rick, uh, Puma and Mundo did something like that on one of their matches yeah. from about the same height, the tables help out a little bit. Still looks super cool, but that glass, I don't know how that, I don't know how that doesn't make it worse. Yeah, I mean, he was so comfortable with it, and he was just ready to go and do it. And I mean, those two guys, I, I, I just both of them are you know, just class acts too, all the way. I mean, great, great, great people to work with backstage. Great, you know, they they, they engaged the characters that that we gave them and and made them their own, and kind of took it to another level. And I mean, I really think Dante too, like. I don't think anybody really had super expectations. Like I, I knew what kind of uh, wrestler he was, but as far as an actor, like man, he's he was just so solid, and um, I think one of the best of the whole season for sure. One of the best performers for sure. Well, look, my, Dante gets the line of the season with uh, when he's yelling at Knox to "You're gonna help me or you're gonna bleed." <laughs> I was so glad you guys brought up the audio on that. It was it killed me, like because it made the ma- it made the match make more sense. Like, why is the ref helping him? Oh, because he just threatened his life, yeah. and now he has no choice. <laughs> yeah, totally. And and you know, we had to obviously kind of pull things up and make them a little faster than they really happened. But you know, we wanted to get as much of it in as possible because the match probably went a little bit about five minutes longer than. Yeah, uh, I could, I could tell that. I could tell that too. We were talking about to to me, Flop, about that right before the show of like, like some of the spots of sliding the glass in the ring and some of that stuff was obviously sped up and and you know yeah. it was, but it was worth it too. It didn't take away from it. Though yeah. I will say, man, the anticipation level building up to those high spots and not even just the like super crazy you know glass spots. I mean, some of just the regular spots like the 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 moon salt off the tur- the the. To the ladder thing over there by the jib side was crazy, and that yeah. was really early in the match, and we were all just like, "Oh my god, what are we seeing?" <laughs> and you could kind of see both of those guys' eyes as they're looking at the crowd, like, yeah. "Oh, you guys don't know what you're in for. We are absolutely going for it today." The, the <laughs> best, the best thing I think 
to me was just the silence in the crowd at the end. I, th I think to me that was, I've never really witnessed that at a wrestling match before where everybody was just silent at the end. And I thought that was pretty spectacular. Uh, people didn't know what they were watching. I really don't. I, I mean, I did have some, some fans who were there live come up to me afterwards and say that we went too far. We did this. So, I mean, some people were, were a little upset, but I mean, those guys wanted to tell that story and they wanted to do it. And uh, it wasn't anytime we did anything, we were a hundred percent sure that that was what they wanted to do. And they were, they were gung ho about it. I mean, so well, and Shane's got two of these because his his match with Marty was was pretty far up there too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we don't have to do. They, they're not going to want to do matches like that again. I mean, I think it's good to do one one or two times, but I mean, those guys have so much range and things they can do that it's not necessarily needed. But I think they both felt that the story dictated it and, and, and needed it. Well, well I mean. Go ahead, Byron. Well, it's just blood feuds, uh, you know, necessitate a uh, finish like that. I mean, it gets the idea of matches like that, I think, and cage matches in general have been watered down because you just want to put something cool uh, around two guys fighting. But it's really – they had a, they had like the biggest kind of blood feud that you could have in a wrestling story. Yeah, I, th I think that's what, what felt like it warranted that kind of big blow off for them. And, and then, you know, I, I, I didn't, we didn't give them the whole show, but basically it was their show. And, you know, we wanted to give them that opportunity to shine and, and prove that those guys, I mean, those guys are now both legitimate main event guys on Lucha Underground. Yeah. Well, even uh, Lucha Blog, I think, uh, famed Lucha Blog on the Twitter, he just, he, he just wrote, Dante Fox is going to be Lucha Underground champion. Like, just that's, yeah. that's how you look at him now. After, I don't know. I will see now. I got to say, as much as he's probably my favorite guy in, in Lucha mm -hmm. Underground, if he doesn't open up a Twitter account and do a little bit of promotion, I don't know if you should put the strap on him. That's true. He should definitely start doing gotta podcasts. Got to do some promotion. Got to do some podcast rounds. Got to hit some tweets and some retweets. We got to get Dante like a smartphone. We get compromised and just, he can do just one podcast. That'd be fine. Just this one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> we were oh, trying, you're, tr you're working him in Vegas at the show. I, I, every time I see him, I, you know, I was working him after Ultima Lucha to try to get on. And he was like, I don't know, can I do that from this, uh, this T-Mobile flip phone? And I'm like, yeah, probably not. He's like, oh, it's a burner anyway. Like, yeah, he doesn't want to be found. He hasn't kept the Give phone number. Ace in the UK. Yeah, how does he get booked? Like, who Wow. Does he I, have I often wonder the same thing. It was amazing that we were able to even get in touch with him because we had reached out to him before we even started taping season one. And he was one of the guys that we wanted very badly mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning, but he had a contract um, that he was under. And the, it was like, at that point we, it was kind of like him and Ricochet were the two we wanted and only one was going to get out and it ended up being Trevor. Right, which is great also. I mean, great fit. Yeah. And in fact, it, I almost like the fact that AR didn't come in right at the beginning because that would have just almost been too much. You know, I think building slowly <laughs> slowly into more of the flippy shit guys and, and him coming in. And I also like the fact that I, I didn't feel, especially when you guys brought him in, that AR was doing the same flippy shit guy stuff that he had been doing in other promotions. He came yeah. in a little more grounded and solid yeah. and, and working some old school ring techniques, which I really liked. And then saving the crazy shit for moments like this makes it that much better.
Oh yeah. The thing is with um, Fox, he has the perfectly timed flippy shit. He uses it for devastation, not for bullshit. Not for flipping <laughs> back on his head repeatedly. He does it for a specific reason to fucking maim someone. <laughs> this guy's pissed. I love it. Um, but so you don't going forward. I mean, this was a pretty big one. Do you do you see more matches of like this getting? through at the end of feuds in the future? I mean, yeah, I, mean I, th- I think it would really depend. Um, I mean, I think if we ever had vamp work again, we probably would have oh to have God. something like that again. Um, just because he's more comfortable in that circumstance. Um, he's, I don't know if you've, if you've heard or watched his social media, but he's working out and doing vegetarian milkshakes and stuff. Yes, uh, he tells me about them all the time. <laughs> he's actually tagged uh, with um, Phantasm <laughs> down in Mexico. Uh, it was, he, was, he was booked he was booked for a match as a tag team partner I think against um, no it would have been Pagano probably I, th- I want to say to Hannah but I can't I remember think, with those guys I do, some, th- yeah. I do think in Luce would really depend on 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 the feud to to make to make something yeah. that brutal it, the issue I mean that storyline been built for a long time almost two seasons and uh you know, maybe a little bit more, kind of, if you count it. But, uh, and we'll still continue. We'll still continue anyway, because uh, I don't think anyone will ever kind of split off from who they know and why they know them. But, um, yeah, it was a. Uh, it felt right for the situation, and if anything ever deems itself to do something like that again, I'm sure we will. Obviously, nope. the, the talent would have to be willing. And able to want to do something like that, which these guys wanted to do that. And well, uh, well and I mean, I think it's good for guys at that level to want to do that too. And it's like, I, I hope to God, you know, four years from now, I never see, you know, Fox or Strickland doing anything like that. Like, I hope they don't have to. I hope not. I don't. I don't think that they do. And but and and I don't even think they had to necessarily in this one. I think that they they wanted to, and they felt that it helped. Send you know. Yeah, make their storyline. I mean, it, it was it a fitting end for it. It did, and, I, and when I say had, I definitely mean more internally. You know, I talked to Ar after that match, and he full well wanted to do all of that. I know that for a fact. I mean, he wanted to show out. He wanted to bring some of that stuff in. He wanted to make a name for himself, and and for him, Ultima Lucha was definitely the highest profile spot to do that. I mean, for a lot of these guys, I mean, everybody was stoked to bring their A game. And, uh, you know, for, for those of you who weren't there who are watching this show, I won't say what's still to come, but there's a reason why this is on the first show because there's still plenty of sick shit left. Yes. I wanted, DJ, I wanted to ask you, uh, yeah. with, uh, with um, or in the first two seasons, everyone really harped on the fact that this is a TV show with wrestling, but you have a lot of TV show, um, uh, what is it, resources. Do you take advantage of that with matches like this, with your uh, props or set design or or the stunt portion of it? Do you think that you have you're able to give a better arena for the performers than a standard wrestling show? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, in like in WWE, they have re- resources that are you know <laughs> ridiculous. The amount of money that they're willing to spend on something. I mean, they can make a ring collapse. We can't really do that. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I, I think we just try to use what we have and try to make something as different as possible and try to do something that 
no one else is doing or has done before or mm -hmm. take something that's been done before and make it better. I also don't want to take all the credit away from the other match on the show because A, I love yeah. Dr. <laughs> Wagner. B, I really like Tejano. And C, uh, who knew that Famous B could actually fly? That bump from <laughs> midway at the stairs, like Famous B is a bump machine sometimes. And people, yeah, I think, is, don't yeah. realize that, but that bump was for real. Yeah, dude, that had to hurt so bad, by the way. <laughs> when <laughs> I, saw, to hurt so when I saw that, it felt like they knew what was coming up behind them. And they're like, we got to get one gif in on this show. We got to get one gif. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, B, B's had his arm broken and he's gone into this more managerial role, but you knew if he was going to get in the ring, he was going to show out a little, even if it was, you know, flying down the steps at the wrong end of a vicious bump. <laughs> B can go. I mean, people, people don't know that so much, but he can go, man. Like, uh, he's, he's a great, great wrestler. And uh, it was, uh, he, he's just so much fun in that character. Like, it, it's, to me, it's one of my favorite things, just because I know it's a little over the top and ridiculous, but that's part of the thing that I love so much about it. How weird is it now, too, that, that Wagner's unmasked, and if it hadn't been for the dang hiatus, this match would have probably aired right before he got unmasked. It would have been perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, uh, it would have actually yeah, really worked out uh, pretty well. But, you know, I, it's going to be weird how we address it going forward, whether Wagner will have a mask, whether he won't in Lucha Underground, because it is kind of a different universe, but we'll, we'll, we'll make that decision. Hopefully. Yeah, you yeah. still wears the mask, though, and he's now um, Ray Wagner. So, you know, he's, he's, he's changed it a bit, and he still, like I say, wears the mask down to the ring as a presentation. Well, yeah, there's that. So, well, you, know, you, have, you have wrestlers on your show that have taken their mask off in yeah. other careers. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, Superfly was an example. Um, uh, yes. Uh, there's a little Texas, I can't remember. Texas uh, Star. On the uh, dancing show. Ray Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, hey, Ray gets a total pass. Ray gets a total pass. Yeah, it was WCW. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I, I have to ask you about the non-sexy star elephant in the room because people keep talking about it, and you can choose to answer or not answer this question, DJ. No, that's, that's just perfectly. The glass. Was it candy glass or was it real or was it safety glass? There's been that a is, huge debate going on. That is real tempered glass. That's what they call tempered glass. It's what's in your sliding glass doors or your windows, uh, or your car window. or uh, it's, gl it's glass that when it gets hit, it shatters into a million pieces rather than like the glass up on the temple uh, where the uh, where the little windows are. That is not tempered glass. For those. Well, right. So if you were to be a, <laughs> you a monster, yeah, if you were to be a monster that wanted to punch through one of those, that probably wouldn't go so well for yeah, you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you punch the wrong one that's not the, if you're, <laughs> you're not the tempered glass or so, or, or the sugar glass. We've used sugar glass and lots of other things, but that was that was pretty much like um, from a, a piece of sliding glass door. Basically, that's what they make us. Yeah. Yeah, and and honestly, you can kind of tell. A lot of people I saw posted, "Oh no, it's candy glass." Blah blah blah. But I know people that have that snuck away with a few of the little pieces from it, and uh, there's nothing yeah. candy about it. No, <laughs> uh, it, candy glass would probably cut you a little bit, but not like those. I mean, those guys had pieces of skin just taken out of their bodies. yeah that was that was hard way blood guys <laughs> was that chunk of was that chunk of flesh on the stretcher reel yes it was that was actually yeah. from, from fox's back didn't you see his back outside Byron, you, where you could see the piece was that, was that surgically put back onto his body that was a lot of flesh no 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 that was left on the stretcher or lost on the floor somehow i think later so on. like some pa <laughs> just swept it up later 
Yeah, I probably got mopped oh. up by those guys who mop or, or, or the ones who spray the ring with whatever they spray the ring with. That, <laughs> yeah. That's such a fun Art. sight to see. Oh, it's in the it's in the uh, shop vac that. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. Hey, kid with the glasses. Well, was it hard to, to? I mean, I don't know if it was you or Evie Dub, but but was it hard to decide to leave it in the very first episode of Ultima Lucha Trace? I mean, it's a pretty big moment. And, no, and I, I mean, know you don't want to blow any moments that are later down the line, so you almost wanted to run early. But I'm just curious what the, the thought process was, was putting it there. Yeah, I mean, it was written that way. And then at the same time, we knew that it was going to be spectacular. And we wanted to kind of spread out. Uh, you know, if you look at the show as one five-hour show, we wanted to spread out the the carnage. But as you'll see, there's there's lots more to come, and it's not so spread out. But I think it worked. It's definitely, for, for me... Uh, it set the tone and uh, it let people know that that you know Lucha Underground we still don't fucking play around. So uh, you know that I, I, I think it's a good thing. If anything, I think it'll get people to watch a lot a lot next week too, and the week after, and the week after that. So well, let's hope so. I mean, I'd love to see Lucha go out with some big numbers, and then hopefully that uh, drives this whole season four green light thing to the place where it needs to be. Yeah. Because that's a pain in the butt, I'm sure. How does that, how does that affect yeah. you too? I mean, a lot of people yeah. think it's oh, just the wrestlers, yeah. but I know that affects you guys as well. How's that affecting you these days? Uh, it's it's killing me. <laughs> I mean, like first of all, like it's the most fun job ever. It's 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 fun for me to do. I really love it. It's something I'm passionate about. And then, you know, I you know. I was planning to come back last February and then I was told no. So I had given up other, you know how that works. I'd given up other opportunities because I was holding out for that. So then I lost out on those opportunities and I had to move on to the next one. And that came around like springtime. It's like, Oh, it's going to happen. And I kind of fell for it again. So, <laughs> um, you know, for me, it's like, uh, I think that the break kind of got me a little bit, but it's fine. I, I, I you know, I, I survive. I find other things to work on if I can. But as you know, like, not only are the performers, you know, they don't get to work on the TV show, but either do the crew and the, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, the same thing. The, you know, pe people don't get that we're all kind of freelance in the, the TV yeah. world. And, you know, when one job runs out, you got to run out and find another one. And if you hold out for one, that means you're passing stuff up. Yeah, it's like, you know, I haven't gotten a paycheck for 14 months either. You know, it's, it's like, <laughs> so, so, yeah, you know, it, that, that's the kind of thing that's tough about it. But, you know, you, you, you go and you, you, you try to try to li live on and then hopefully it comes back soon. <laughs> yes, we were yeah. all hoping that. But I figured I, I wanted you to put your your two cents on it, too, because I know people out there think that you guys are behind it and blah, blah, blah. It's like, man, this is corporate level stuff. That, like the, the guys who do the day to day work, they don't have any control over this stuff, guys. It's just if I, it, if, if I could do this every day, 52 weeks a year, I would do it, you know, but that's just not the way. All right. So <laughs> how, how far ahead do you really have ideas right now? Are you, have you and Roach brainstormed all the way to like four five, six, seven? Like think, how, how far? Think, um, we have, we have some ideas that are kind of deep, but uh, um, we have some stuff for season four. Or, or, we, we definitely have the first episode of four figured out already, but I, and I know that, and we're trying to figure out depending on what happens and how everything works, what we're going to do for the, the whole season four, but we'll see.
I mean, that's got to be fun too. And hopefully all the talent that is under contract still makes it back somehow. <laughs> that's yeah. going to be a nightmare to boot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's just, there's just, uh, um, yeah, there's a lot that's going to go into it, but I think whenever everybody does get back, everybody's going to be happy to be back and, and uh, ready, ready to go to work and, and do what we do. So, I mean, it's got to come back. It's got to. I think so. I mean, I know, I know Kevin Cross is, is really biding his time because he really, really, really wants to get in there. He was so stoked, and then everything kind of meandered down to where we are now. Oh, yeah. But. yeah. I mean, he's one guy was like, oh, we know he's coming in now. We have no clue what you guys are going to actually do with him. And everybody's really excited about it. And then, yeah, it's like, oh, fuck, we just can't get there. Yeah, yeah. It's, you definitely feel bad for, for a guy like that, too. Um, you know, even even the break, too, where, where people had matches that were coming up that they really wanted to get out there because it would up their stock elsewhere and that, that didn't happen. But, you know, those are the ropes. That's how things work out. And you know, I, I, we've been fortunate to do 105 episodes of the show. So, uh, you know, to have the opportunity to do that, it's been a dream come true. It's been fun. And hopefully we get to make more. That did the hundred, the hundredth episode thing, which we talked to about with EV dub, did that like really creep up on you? Did it, did it, cause I was there and I, it felt different. It was like, there was a certain amount of reverence in the temple for the fact that you guys had gotten there because when we all showed up that day, I don't think a lot of us realized that it was really already at a hundred episodes. Yeah. And plus I think you guys, it's like, we kind of tape, like, I guess in a way, sometimes we take completely something sway out of order, depending on schedule, but we usually try to, at least in season three, season one, we taped one episode a day. <laughs> and then season two, I think yeah. we did, we did three to, we did two episodes a day. And then season three, they're like, Hey, can you do three episodes a day? I was like, probably more like two and a half. So right. we kind of started to do like two and a half every, every time. So yeah, it did kind of creep up, but um, it was a, it was a, a good, a, a good thing. When it did happen, it was like, holy cow, I can't believe this happened so fast. It was like for us, so almost two, I think well, maybe two years, you know, a little over two years and, uh, and that had happened that fast. That's pretty, pretty amazing. All right. So, of of your Lucha Underground talent, these guys that are totally have been getting over on your show with your storylines that have gone out there into the world, who whose stuff are you liking the most out there, whether it be Indies or Impact or AAA or what? Oh, what gosh. guys are you really digging from Lucha Underground as they've spread out into the world in this long break? Mm, God. Um, gosh. Uh, I think... You don't necessarily follow necessarily everything everybody's doing out there, but uh, you know, I mean, the guys that stood out to me in the season were Fox, Killshot, Marty. Um, I mean, Phoenix. He always delivers for me as I think as kind of a and always delivers as like a, a super baby face, which is amazing. Um, you know, obviously, you know, like like Pentagon. I'm happy for him. Um, you know, I just, it, it is, it is odd though. Sometimes when you see like every show is running Lucha Underground, except for, except for Lucha <laughs> Underground, you know, it's like, it's like every indie card I see is Lucha Underground. I'm like, damn, everything is going to be used uh, up by the time we get back. Well, true. So, you're going to have to flip the script a little bit, maybe because those yeah. guys have kind of gone out into the world with a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. pretty much every card, um, like uh, most indie shows I see is, Basically, Lucha Underground. They already spoiled the big Bob Holly Mil Muertes match we've been waiting for. Yes, dude, I'm telling you. How did you know about that? 
well, well, I know I wanted it, and I know someone did it. Yeah. How do you like me now? <laughs> I was I was surprised when I saw like footage of you know Madelson out there doing flip bumps off the rope with people and shit. I was like, that dude's like six whatever. Like, how is that possible? Uh, oh yeah, he's nuts, man. I was uh, I did this uh, I did like this action movie thing for Big Brother where I got punched in the face and there's like this big like. Uh, Thing called the Revengers on Big Brother, and, and Austin was there, and it was good to see him. We were kind of talking about, like, he's like, You should see the shit I'm doing at bar wrestling. You have to come to the bar wrestling. I'm like, Yeah, I've been working on Thursday mm -hmm. night, so I haven't been able to go, but I got to see it. He's like, You know, we had Rick Knox do Coke, and then, like, uh, <laughs> he's, like I did, I, he's like, I do flips, and, and I was like, Okay, cool, man. Like, I'd always known that he could do some of that stuff, but he's like, Him and John, I know that they work together a lot and and he's really like he's like wait do you see the shit i'm ready to do man so i'm like i'm pretty hyped for him he's yeah gonna, but yeah i'm excited yeah, to see him come back too uh, well, i was like there's brother uh, wrestles there occasionally or yeah i don't know yeah, yeah. He, tries, he, to sell, he, tries to sell his workout book did he did you guys ever see him wrestle a dark match for us it sat next to him at ultimate Lucha tress and I think oh, the whole time of this stupid Casey's green hair saw that uh that match i don't think i was there for that one though yeah, i can't remember not. if he worked dark first if he just worked like sometimes we do camera like before we come in uh we'll do, like, the whole camera test day and we'll bring in a bunch of guys and take a look at them and that's how we found like mariachi loco or, oh. or that's how we found dragon azteca you guys uh, should let us come to those because we'll shit on them royally if they suck. <laughs> yeah, you guys will know because Casey will just be sitting there going. Casey will just hate everybody. But honestly, dude, we shit on Madison when he first came out too, and I have nothing but respect yeah. for the guy now. Like I, I feel bad about it, but at the same time, I just call him like I see him. But mm -hmm. man, we shit on him hard the first couple of weeks. No kidding. Like we really, really did. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't doing all that great in the ring. He was doing. He looked cool. He was doing good character stuff, but in the ring at the beginning, he wasn't doing that great. And like even even uh, Killshot was pretty green and rough when he started. And oh yeah, you could see it. But yeah, just in the three seasons of taping, he's you know he's just he's, he's you're speechless watching him now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not afraid to change my mind, but I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, some of those, some people you have to, you have to take your time with them and, and, and let, let them develop uh, over time on, on the show. I mean, like with, with uh, Luchasaurus, it's kind of like, you know, we just wanted to come in and do big things, you know, and, and, uh, you know, big, impactful, simple things to start. And then we can always, we can always grow from there. If he goes out and does something crazy and it doesn't work out, then mm -hmm. he'll be forever probably laughed at <laughs> all right since we're talking since we're talking reptiles too yeah we gotta get thunder rosa back in the ring her in ring yeah. is so good now oh my yeah, god yeah. like definitely like i think that's that's another example of somebody that we knew was had had it you know like definitely like she has it but she just needed some time in the ring and and we would get there. I mean, in the beginning, when we first debuted her, people shit kind of shit on some of the things that she did. But I've always had faith and always believed in, in the kind of performer she was. You could, I could tell from the first day I ever met her. Um, she's I think just, her investment in the character, too, was over the yeah. top. Like the whole body motion thing and how she just changed her entire persona. And if you'd seen her as Thunder Rosa and then coming in and doing that, like completely differently, yeah. That, that to me immediately said like this is a person that is going above and beyond to inhabit the character 
and make it work. And that's always something that if you're paying close attention should catch your eye. You know the people, like Marty. I mean, you know the people that are going that extra step to really inhabit the character because Marty's, Marty's like legit insane now because of that damn character. Yeah, Marty, Marty, is, yeah. Marty is gone above and beyond <laughs> where you need to go. He's in like, he's in like crazy like uh, method acting mode yeah. right now. You know, he's like, he's like Jim Carrey. <laughs> so is Steve really going to be up? Go ahead, Barn. Oh, I was just going to say, it was really cool around Mother's Day. Marty's parents were there, and he was out. I think he was out at the merch booth, like, buying him shirts or something. And everyone started cheering for him. And it was like, it was a respect thing. I think it was after one of his big matches, too. And he did the, you know, the motion that moths make, and everyone did it with him. And it was a real cool moment to see him because he had, he had earned so much of the fans' respect in Lucha Underground and then got to show that and give that to his parents. Yeah. That was a really? real cool moment. It's always cool when the parents come backstage at Lucha Underground. <laughs> it's like, and I have them actually see what kind of chaos we've created. But they always seem to be pretty happy afterwards, being like, wow, it's just like, it's such a cool vibe backstage. Like, everybody's cool. And it's, Didn't Jack's family come out once, too? God, I, I don't so. know. Everybody's family has come out. Even people that are like not family, but like people who like do things for people and stuff, they they show up. You never know. <laughs> Dig <laughs> it. No follow like, questions. Wait. So now is is Marty really going to be like a full time clown in AAA now? He's no, he's no, 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 no. That was just kind of uh, showing he's insane. It was originally supposed to be half his face. But he did it all, and I was just like, okay, whatever. And then, <laughs> I, I mean, I dig it, and it was scary, but it was just like, oh my god, what is Mar is Marty going to be another fucking clown in AAA? What's going on here? No, yeah. I think he, I think he's probably more of a, uh, of a like of a cult leader or a kind of like um, like a Charles Manson in a way or something like that, you know? What do you think about AAA, DJ? <laughs> I, I, the the Triple Mania. <laughs> I, it was it was a little bit of a cluster, in my opinion. Oh, yes, yes, it was. But at the same time, I got to tell you, that didn't make it unenjoyable. Like, the yeah. whole thing was really, really fun, minus the fact that I missed crosses running because of the, the uh, fight. And, Kevin, well, Kevin Gill, he got shit on plenty for it. I mean, it's ruined his whole existence, but whatever. That's his fault. Here yeah. comes another worldwide famous luchador. Well, we didn't give them any notes, like to to their to, to their thing. Like we didn't give anybody any notes. We didn't tell anybody the finishes. It was like, uh, um, and it was like we were hoping that they had done some research, but I guess. The difference between scorpions rocking like a hurricane and fucking rainbow in the dark by Ronnie James Dio. What was that? I mean, he didn't know the difference between scorpions and Dio. <laughs> and Ronnie James and Dio. Well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't get to listen to that. I was like more concerned with what was going on everywhere, all the craziness, and you know, yeah, you know, there there was cameras everywhere. It was, yeah, it was nuts. I gotta imagine being backstage at oh, that yeah. was equally as crazy as watching it from the front of the house. Yeah, I mean, I was I was really crossing my fingers for the battle royal because we really, we really it was that, that was like destined for a kind of uh, disaster, and it started all right, and then uh, yeah, then it just turned out really bad. But you know, it is what it is, and and uh, like Sean Hernandez told me, he's like, Deej, relax. It's it's Mexico, and I'm like <laughs> I'm like yeah, but like you know he's like you're never gonna have things like perfectly how you want them how you how, you know it's like it's not you can't be stressed like you are in lucha you can't you can't you know do that you just have to just let it go man and I was like 
you know, hearing that from Hernandez, it made me feel feel better about that. <laughs> Can you talk about the backstage cameras? Because I heard a couple things. I don't know how okay. official or what. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't doing. know what I what I can say or what I can't. But sure. Okay. Ask Byron. Oh no! I just wanted to ask who who they were and what what it was for. Uh, well, um, there were some camera people that I knew there, and then there was um, uh, TNA had some uh, Impact or whatever. What are they now? Global Force. They had some cameras there, and then Vampiro had like a camera crew there that was just for him. From oh, he's Vampiro TV. He was telling us that he's going to show us how to make almond milk on it. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and then, yeah, so there was, a, there was some, there was a lot of cameras there and yeah. a lot of the, the, the things were, were filmed and yeah, it was cool, man. Well, plus, are you like, plus, yeah. plus Dr. Wagner was there, which is so cool. Anytime you see Dr. Wagner, he's like the coolest person ever. Well, there's gotta be a documentary on, on his, you know, career retrospective culminating with his mask match. I mean, that has to have, I hope, works, maybe. I, I hope so. That would be awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he, it was, it was just an overall, it was a crazy event, but yeah. a very good event. It started well, it, the middle was a bit rough and it ended well. And well, and that's the thing that I kind of liked about it. And I guess maybe that's why I went away from it feeling really good was because the Wagner moment, I think it was done absolutely right. I liked the match. I liked the ending. I liked how everyone played it. And it was mm -hmm. like, how can you go away from this event not being happy when that's what you get at the end. I mean, you got what you paid for. Yeah, and, and you know, there was there was another match where where um you know um where people were not a hundred percent wrestling, so that was tough. Um and uh yeah, I I, I was happy with the event. I know <laughs> um so I I mean it, it was cool, it was fun. I was ready to go home afterwards though. It's yeah. <laughs> but but uh but, and how well how's vamp holding up down there because i know that he's oh, you know been putting I, in a ton of work i love it because like vamp is like me at lucha uh, and and then i get to sit back and kind of just like throw out my opinions here and there and if he wants to take him he can take him if he, you know and it's like and i can watch him like screaming at somebody in the production truck and like i don't know what he's saying to them but uh, <laughs> but, uh it's usually like you stupid motherfuckers you stupid motherfuckers uh sounds all right <laughs> yeah but uh he, you know, it's, it's, he's got a lot on his plate and it's tough because, you know, you don't have, it's not like you have, uh, I mean, granted, Triple Mania had everything. I mean, as far as any production I've ever done, like they had everything there. It was like as close to like a WWE event that I had done in a long time. I mean, they had everything. It was a first class all the way type thing. And then, um, you know, but when you're running a little bull arena and in, in some small town and the floor and your locker room floor is dirt and your monitor doesn't work. It can become very frustrating. Oh, I so, bet. So, so, and, and, you know, and yeah, it's and, and trying to implement stories and sometimes things get changed and, and you, you know, it's just the way it is. It's, it's as Hernandez told me, it's Mexico, it's Mexico. man. It is Mexico. <laughs> you just you just have to you just have to let it be it. And uh, well, I still think been, that he gets credit for the. Fun. I think he gets credit for the work of the year with the whole thing between him and Mundo and Taya. And I still don't know exactly what's true or not true. And I don't necessarily want to know because I I enjoyed the entire scenario, following it on oh, Twitter yeah. and behind the scenes. And I thought it was a genius way to get, especially the American smark 
audience invested before Triple Mania, and I think mm-hmm. it actually worked. And I think all of us yeah. got worked, and we should love it. <laughs> well, it was good. It changed the narrative from a bunch of a talent that wasn't working and they weren't making money off of the talent to talking about talent that the company was making money off of. It was genius. And he apologized. He apologized at the last, um, when he was doing the commentary on the, um, oh God, Ring and Rock Stars. He actually said, you know, you know where to find me? Give me a call. To tire, so. She'd never apologize for a good work, damn it. Uh, it's it, it is a, it's a uh, situation. It was an interesting dynamic for sure, but uh, we had fun. Um, <laughs> but I, I think I definitely agree with you that it got U.S. fans interested in AAA for the first time in a while. So that that was good. It got people talking. The Twitch thing was really good too. Like I was yeah. really happy that they were on there, and I hope the 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 way things blew up for for our OG Kevin Gilfriend there don't deter them from doing that in the future because yeah I, I don't think that's i think the plan is to hopefully continue to do things like that because i think that's really cool and it's uh you know a, a different avenue to show people your product mm-hmm. yeah i've been watching wrestle circus on there too and and watching the triple mania broadcast and the marathon leading up to it too casey and i were watching for like two days straight all the old triple mania highlights they were showing it was i thought it was really good and hopefully more american fans can use stuff like that to get into it and there are a lot. There are a lot of young talent in AAA right now that are just insane. <laughs> I mean, they're just so good. Oh, so, I uh, see that twinkle in your eye. Are you eye yeah. eyeing some of those dudes to possibly oh, uh, bring them in? Is, is that something? Is that something you're looking to do to try to bring? Or has that been a difficult thing for season three to have more of that lucha libre influence? In the, um, yeah. in the underground. I kind of like the hybrid version of it, but obviously mm-hmm. I want to, I'd like to bring in, you know, you always like to bring in a little bit of fresh blood here and there to keep the show fresh and, and new. I mean, um, but we have some ideas and you'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't want, I don't want to ask for names because I want to be surprised when they, when they show up. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I won't say any names because then they'll probably get, tra- somebody will try to sign them underneath me or something like that. You know, Just, know. yeah. Don't That's bring true. in that, that guy. I'm, 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 I'm paranoid. <laughs> don't bring in that guy in the purple underwear Fantasma because Meeful just blow his load. He has that naked man in the back of his room right now. Is that, is that Fantasma? That's fantastic. But he had the crotch specifically sculpted with a giant bulge. That's why it's turned away. So in his mind, it would accurately reflect Phantasma. <laughs> it's for the cape, okay? It's for the cape. <laughs> the cape covers the back. Yeah, I know. Are you, are you going to get his cape? Is that what's happening? I bought his cape. I bought his. Oh, yeah. my Lord. Yeah. You did? Yeah, I bought you know, the one that he actually wore the triple main. Is, is that is, is that a glass case or is that? One? No, no, that, that's that's going to turn into another unit. I'm making one for my masks that I buy. And... We say you, you you have your own King Cuerno trophy room now. It looks like you're gonna you're gonna have a deer head. You're gonna have a you know. I was tempted. If, if you look ever so closely, you can just see the outline of the handprint right there on Meve's shoulder. I think. <laughs> <laughs> such a mark oh my god <laughs> he's a good guy he's good to me man so well, well you guys. bought you bought his cape so yeah man <laughs> <laughs> better be good to you boys. <laughs> i don't even want to know what other delicates of his you've he purchased bought his underwear too. Yeah, somebody yeah, wants you know i bought, I bought the whole outfit 
Do you know it's a weird thing when I worked at WWE? Someone asked for they asked me to sign a pair of uh, BDJ's underpants, and somebody actually bought those. What the yes. ever living fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> like three pairs, three three pairs, <laughs> and and uh, and I was like, what? Kind? I, I hopefully this person's listening, but <laughs> is is a weird dude. <laughs> Like, wow, like, that is strong. That, that is strong. I, I, they paid like, I, th- I want to say they paid, he paid like $75 for them. And I think I got like, I got like six bucks. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then Vince kept the rest. <laughs> wow. Well, this we need Casey for his panties fucking line. God Casey, uh, Casey <laughs> there's yep. this one MMA fighter that shit herself. And Casey, I think bought replica shitty uh, tights from her. Oh, that's cool. He couldn't afford the real ones, so he just had her shit in fake ones. <laughs> we have we have the Phoenix mask from uh, yeah. from the first um, from the first uh, Grave Consequences, and it it smells so horrible. Well, you have you have like a little mini Lucha Underground Museum. I saw pictures on your live shows. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it smells like death. But yeah, we have a lot of cool little things like that yeah we should auction them but i guess they want to save them for i like the idea of of having a little uh museum type piece at the temple when people show up i also like the idea of actually selling real merch yeah so do i yeah everybody wants them to sell real merch i want to kill i want an officially endorsed kill shot mask made by lucha underground that shane gets a cut of Will that ever happen? I just I, don't I, know. I would I would like that to happen, <laughs> but I, 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 I went off the eBay and send them twenty bucks. Yeah. We yeah, need I, more black superhero merchandise. That's what we make, need in America. Yes, we race thing. Oh, uh, of course I am. Speaking of race things, no, this has nothing to do with race. Okay, <laughs> I have to say this about Big Brother. Okay, the um, anybody who thinks reality TV is written all the time is totally wrong because how in the hell did Cody win $25,000 from the fans? How did that, how is that possible? It shows the power of social media, man. <laughs> what? That blew my mind more than the fact that Paul lost. I was, I, I almost cried a little bit. I didn't understand it. I, I was completely, <laughs> I think they I mean, it's just, to, just, just to stick it to Paul. I think the, the fans did it. It's crazy, wow. but they had a. There was a whole, whole like, um, whole like rally to to vote for Cody, vote for Cody, vote for Cody online, and people went. They, yeah, they they did it. It just shows, and the, I guess it shows the true power of, of of social media, man, where you can influence something like that. Because I thought for sure like Kevin was going to win. I, I said well, Kevin, maybe Christmas. You know, they're kind of like they're they're likable, and then. Dang, Cody. But now Cody and Jessica are going on the amazing race. Well, God bless them because they, they're definitely worth the ratings. But at the same time, Cody – Well, I, I get how Cody is, is a great character because of the fact that he is so anti a good character yes. for a reality show. I mean, he yeah. just sat there in the jury house like, fuck this. This is stupid. Like, really? We're going to talk about these people? I don't even – why am I even still here? Like, his whole attitude, I guess, <laughs> is what makes him good. It. Yeah, because it made it good. But sitting there, you're like, just but but don't just be a bump on the log. Do something with that. But I, I guess it worked. So I can't say shit. And Paul, who played the best game in Big Brother yeah. history, got yeah. bumpkiss again <laughs> twice in a twice. row. <laughs> yeah, that has to suck so bad. But hey, he made a hundred grand. 
He made a hundred grand. Look, he, it's a professional job. He's a professional big brother player now. Like, give up four months of your life, make half your nut for the year, sitting in the house, playing the best ever and losing. Like, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Friendship, yeah. I mean, buddy. So good. Unbelievable, though. Well, I mean, I'm still, I'm still surprised that Cody managed to get through you yelling directly in his face. Just uh-huh. he, he did not sold care. the shit out of you. He did not care. <laughs> Okay, there's something wrong with that guy. If you got in my face like that, DJ, I'd have to say I would have cracked in a heartbeat. That was so over the top. Yeah, uh, th- that was that was really fun, by the way. Uh, and I like the Revengers thing, by the way. I thought it was really awesome. You were talking about that earlier. I thought that I thought that that was a cool next level step for Big Brother, the show that's really done almost everything at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was really cool. It was fun to do too. But yeah. So I, now. Oh, go ahead. Have you talked to your boy Roach about celebrity thing? Has he got to deal with that all fall long? Yeah, I think he's going to have that coming up. He's then he's got another season of Big Brother after that, and we've got hopefully Lucha. So it could be plus plus Roach has got uh, he's got a movie, a big right? movie coming out. Man, he's yeah. good. He's he's killing it right now. Yeah, well, Roach is going to have to buy us all dinner if if we all can't <laughs> stay employed, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's Mr. Moneybags. I'm sure he'd be double be knocking on his door soon, like, hey, bro, can you buy me a dinner? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm really happy for him, and uh, it's going to be hopefully. If we, but, but he's, he's kind of like me where it's like, uh, if we could just go to the temple every weekend, it would be like the greatest thing ever. Cause he's so much better. And we'll so go to the temple fun. and make a bunch of money. Let's, let's still yeah. get you guys paid. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's so much fun. All right, birthday boy. Have you had enough time to think about your question before we let DJ go? I was just going to say, I, I would like him to thank or thank himself for whoever decides to um, send Kevin Cross out to miss the boxing. Oh, in AAA? Yeah. So whoever decided to send Kevin Cross out at the exact time the fight started, I'm so happy with that person. You're a jerk. Cross is going to kill you. You realize that, right? <laughs> Well, the goal was when the fight start was was to hopefully be be hit the Wagner match right when the fight ended, and actually it worked. So that was yeah, <laughs> that, was, that, yeah. that was good for us. That's exactly what we wanted. So I know the title yeah, match is sure. there, but they wanted the the Wagner match is the money match of the of the episode. So. Sorry. And it was, and I, I missed Cross, but I went back and watched it on, on Twitch. I missed the, well, and actually, I had started watching that match, and I think the boxing started right at the beginning of it, and then. You know, I missed that, and I think what was that the the Pagano match after that or something? Oh. Yeah, so that was part of the the other thing that I missed, and then I came back and saw the end, and then I watched that stuff the next day, and I was I was okay with it. And I was happy to still that Kevin still got his moment and got to be yeah in a venue that huge. This at this stage of his career is still pretty damn big. It was awesome. I mean, the crowd was the, the arena was packed. It was fun, uh, and it was cool though. I went out like to go buy merch. <laughs> So I, I snuck out. I was like, I'm going to go buy some merch. I bought like some people, some t-shirts and stuff like that. And I ran into probably like three or four separate Lucha Underground fans that were just there to go see Triple Mania. And it was like really cool. And like people That's that awesome. I, even people that I have never even seen in the temple that like just came up to me. Uh, I sat down and had a beer with this guy and his wife who were Lucha Underground fans. They bought me a beer. I was like, this is amazing. I did. <laughs> uh, plus, hey, I'm in Mexico. I can have a beer while I'm working. <laughs> and, um, 
and uh, yeah, it was really, really, really cool, man. It was really well, and cool. that's that was the whole point yeah. of doing the whole thing. I mean, it was supposed to bring some interest up here to take some back down there. I mean, it's it, there is a certain amount of success to the the whole experiment that I think people forget at times because there's been you know, a lot of turmoil or indecision about getting the next season going. But at the same time, it's the, the, the experiment worked, right? I mean, this is I mean, a success in the grand scheme of things. I mean, I, th- I think so. I mean, it's, it's definitely, I think, a, a creative success. If anything, I can say, I think when you've, if Lucha Underground were never to come back, you could always look back on it and say that it, we did something different and we did something that hadn't been done before. And I think that's one thing we can definitely be proud of. So, um, that's true. So coming up, you, you got the rest of Ultima Lucha, which, you know, I'll let you give your version of the plug for it since I know you can't tell us exactly what's happening. Yep. Uh, yeah. Ultima Lucha. We have three more parks left. Uh, next week is uh, a huge week. I think it's, uh, the main event is Marty the Moth versus Phoenix, Mask versus Hair, which, which is, in my opinion, uh, another one of my favorites of, of Ultima Lucha. So right. uh, it's, it's, that's a classic one. It's a, it's a good match, great story. Um, then the following week, I'm not sure what's exactly on there. And then obviously the finale is just two hours. And, right. Um, so next week is what Eve, Evie and Katrina's next week too, right? And then oh, yeah, uh, yeah. the battle, the battle and, royal and the unique opportunity battle royal, yeah. And then I think the following week might be Havoc Pentagon. Say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. Havoc Pentagon, I think, is in the next week, and then fighting your finals at the end. But yeah, crazy stuff, which, man. Which is lots just, of craziness. It's gonna keep getting better and bigger. And um, mm-hmm. on the finale, finale, uh, stick around. Don't. Uh, don't dip out. How long is that episode? Just an hour long, or is it even longer? Oh, no, than no, that? two, two, two. The finale is two hours. Okay, I was gonna say yeah because being there, and I'm just thinking about all the shit that you guys still have left, and it's like, because I mean, even for the tapings, that shit went way longer than than normal both days. Yeah, people um, were tired at the end of that. Oh, dude, I was not tired at the very end of the second day, man. I was amped up. We were, like, standing around in the parking lot, like, do we try to crash yeah. the after party? Do we go and drink somewhere? Like, what do we do? I don't. I want to jump out of an airplane right now and skydive. Did you guys, like, did you guys come to the after party? Uh, No, I, I think no. we could have, and then we decided I, that we ba- didn't want to get drunk. I bailed pretty early, too. I was like, I'm too tired for this. Oh, no, we couldn't get in. We also heard that uh, a few people weren't allowed in. Oh, really? Is that what happened? To the, the little boots didn't get to go in. Who? Remember him? Who? Oh, yeah. The guy. His little boots. The, um, this is some inside <laughs> reference that I don't even know. Oh, you don't know. He, he's the... Something Byron doesn't want to say. He wouldn't let... I don't want to say his name because I don't want to publicize him. But uh, okay. he would sell... Oh, Urban? I, Urban? No, not Urban. Uh, I, I bought a Patron shirt out of his trunk, like season one. Oh, no, Alberto, Alberto El Patron wasn't there. A season, a season one? No, no, Alberto You're, El Patron wasn't there. No, I'm saying like this guy sells like bootlegs. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Bro. He's no <laughs> selling you, dumbass. Uh, I heard he was there. He just wore a mask. He was... Uh... <laughs> is, is that, you bought a Patron, Alberto El Patron shirt out of Alberto's trunk? <laughs> Uh, not, Come on now. I don't not, believe that not, either. Not out of Alberto. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Oh, that's right. People were selling. 
Were people selling bootleg merch and all that? See, so when there was bootleg outside, which was cool because it's not like you guys were selling it. Oh, yeah. And wow. The, but the not bootleg, DJ. The bootleg stuff was probably cooler. <laughs> <laughs> that shit did get shut down by season two, though. That's for sure. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah, dude. dude, dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got shit got real shut down. That was like, yeah. <laughs> is that when they the security guards changed too and everything? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, God. that's oh, when we all started showing up in Lucha Click t-shirts instead. Like, okay, <laughs> let's just make our own shit because yeah. just get a little real out in the lot here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, DJ, thank you so much for joining us, dude. It's been a blast, and and we were yeah, really you. excited about this episode. I mean, this is really. This was the one, man, and I hope all the best for A.R. Fox and Dante yeah. uh, or, and, and Killshot, Killshot, Shane, that those guys, like, uh, I hope their booking fees go way up, but I hope everybody pays the shit out of it because they yeah. deserve it. Those guys are awesome. They for sure should. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on to talk about this. This is probably my favorite time on this show. Uh, <laughs> probably not because of me, Floaf, but probably just, because, <laughs> probably, probably just because Casey wasn't here. <laughs> Duly noted. We, we will make sure to ring you up again the next time Casey bails on us and yeah, can't yeah, show please, up for the show. Please, yeah, <laughs> that, that would be really a, it, was, it was a really nice time I had here tonight. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure for us or for me as well. All right, fellas. Thanks, DJ. We'll catch thank up you. with thank you soon. You. Okay, bye. All right. A little Chris to Joseph action there. So, it's funny because we've really talked this, the episode to death, but I feel like maybe we should go over a couple things. So, um, and, and hitting the card again. So the matches you got coming up, and this is why this is so ridiculous. Fucking mm. Ultima Lucha Trace. I know all the – it's been so long since this happened for any of us who were there live, but please don't sleep on the fact that this is still one of the greatest weekends of wrestling ever. It was taped. It was filmed. It's coming – on in the next few weeks if you didn't watch this week's episode buy it on itunes or mm -hmm. watch the, the it's on the, amazon on demand on sling which is still up right now um or get it on amazon 100 percent worth it even lucha blog said it was actually worth paying for it and you know um he's almost as cynical as casey at times so the matches you've got for this is the whole card just listen to this card because this is is craziness you've got tejano and famous b and Dr. or Tejano versus Famous B and Dr. Wagner, which was on the past episode. Killshot versus Dante Fox in the, the Hell of War match mm -hmm. um, with the three stages. So if you haven't watched it and you heard us talk about it all night, you have to go back and watch that. It is the stupidest match of the year uh, right there. And even if you don't think it's the actual match of the year, you'd be an, a moron to not believe that it's a candidate for match of the year. No, it's it's absolute match of the year. It's not even subjective or up for debate. I mean, no, look, something else might come and, and blow doors on it, and maybe this will inspire somebody somewhere else to want to beat it as match of the year for 2017. But for right now, uh, it's got my vote, and and there's a couple yeah. others that were were close, but it's really it's up there. Um, so that's what you had in the first episode. The next week, you got Evelise and Katrina. Then you've got the unique opportunity battle royal, which features. Paul London, Malasuerte, Saltador, the Rabbit Tribe, Arhenis, um, Cortez Castro, a.k.a. Ricky Reyes. Don't know which character he's showing up in the Battle Royal as, but it's one of those guys. Uh, Son of Madness. Mm. And I didn't beat DJ up about that, but it was, ah, 
Mm, I was hoping yeah. Son of Madness was done, but he's been announced for the Battle Royal. So Son of Madness still exists. He hasn't been run out of town completely yet. Um, Vinny Massaro, who is probably the odds-on favorite to win it all. Uh, you've got the Mac in there. And I, I hope the Mac does well because I feel like you get to the end of the season and, and Mac really had a breakout season too, but yeah. he doesn't really have a storyline going into Ultima Lucha Trace, which is something that's kind of hard to believe almost. Yeah, um, well, he he had that huge program with the champ. Yeah, right in the middle of the season. I mean, he was kind of the main rival for a minute there. Yeah. And and his, his storylines kind of dissipate. So I hope he has a good showing or maybe even wins the unique opportunity. I don't know. Mac Max is a great guy. Joey Ryan is also in there, and you know he's still got beef with uh, Ricky Reyes. You got uh, Ricky Mundos, our, our yeah. Johnny Mundo clone. Uh, and the Darewolf PJ's there, so... You know, hopefully, I guess he'll get Ricky's back because I'm pretty sure the next candidate, Mascarita Sagrada, could probably take him. And then you've also got a Pimpy. So Pimpy and Masky are in there together. Do you think they'll lock horns? You, <laughs> could you see Pimpinella and Mascarita getting coming to blows? No, they're they're friends. I thought they tagged together. <laughs> yeah, but it's every man for themselves or every Pimpinella to themselves. All, all I know is is that we hadn't seen Pimpinella in forever, and um. We didn't get the benefit of having the graphic of the Battle Royal before it happened. So when Pimpy came out, I lost my shit. Yeah, I did too. It was really great to see Pimpy back in the uh, temple. But, you know, the, the the Wagner secret was kept well, which was why I guess that was great that that uh, kind of led the thing off because that match had been announced as just Famous B versus Tejano. Um, and it was great to get another little Wagner surprise. Even though we've gotten other Wagner surprises, it's always great when Wagner shows up. The dude, I mean, the dude's like 753 years old and still wrestles better than the 20 year olds out there. I was gonna say, and did you see the Triple Mania? He absolutely schooled the the guy he's given his mask to. That's what felt bad about it because he was like so much better than Psycho Clown. He also, uh, anytime he comes onto the Underground with a surprise, he's preceded by just a fantastic doctor related pun. Yeah. <laughs> it's great well, well what was famous b's announcement this time the um he makes house calls oh yeah he which might have been the same thing he said that time. <laughs> you know he could have he could have said the doctor is in come on there's other but, ones out there but he did say he hit him up on his pager oh yeah, what's up jim yo what's up guys Give me five can, can you guys hear me i can you're loud and clear perfect you look like you're calling into tmz or something <laughs> right uh yeah i can't believe i just missed dj but shit i just My got home from work so you're, you're yeah. his replacement tonight um yeah, it happens what's up guys we're we're just oh, kind of yeah. starting to talk about the episode minus the um you know dj's opinion of it which he's was amazing but we're well, yeah he said it was terrible it was his worst thing he's ever done <laughs> <laughs> right i'm sure no i think he, no, was, he actually said he liked it a lot just so yeah. you know, we're joking. So I'm kind of running down the the the, the overall Ultima Lucha Trace card that you got here. So that's the that's the unique opportunity battle royal. Then next week you've also got um, the Phoenix versus Marty the Moth of Martinez Apuestas match with the Hair versus Mask, um, which is pretty big because Marty's got a nice big old head full of hair and not the kind of face that's going to look good very bald. And Phoenix obviously. Um, you know, he's way over, and for a guy like that, if he loses his mask on Lucha Underground, that's going to be super, super shitty 
moment for him. So I think this is, I mean, he's way young in his career to be losing his mask. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and uh, Son of Havoc versus Pentagon Dark will be a Gift of the Gods ladder match. I believe that's probably the week after. Um, that's kind of like your intercontinental belt. Like, that could be a show stealer, right? Oh, isn't it more like Money in the Bank, though? I don't know. Money in the Especially Bank isn't quite what it used to be anymore, so... Not just intercontinental belt. I feel more like this is... I mean, these are two guys that are both pretty over in the temple, though I'm clearly Pentagon's more over, um, especially if Casey's in the, the temple. <laughs> and he was. We all know he was. So. Oh, I'm sure everyone will hear him during this match. Um, oh, God, crying like a schoolgirl. Actually, wait, was it was the Pentagon match day one or day two? I don't even remember anymore. I believe that... Uh, I think it was actually day... No, it was day one for sure because okay. we were up in that... Uh, we're, we're up the, in like the, 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 the rafters. Oh, yeah, right, the, the seating mishap. Yeah, so yeah. you don't you didn't really see us last night at all, and you won't see us much next week either because we're kind of in the the back row in the middle section of the bleachers where they don't right. We were in section. because yeah. I, I was sitting with you guys in section G. We were like what second or third row, and we didn't even have any voices by then because of every, all the yelling we did day one. Yeah, yeah. So we all we got moved the second day to something a little bit better. But yeah, the first day we were in a weird spot. We we're right next to one of the hard cams. Yeah, which sucks. I, I was also I was in a really I was right underneath the jib for the Ray Matanzas thing, which was like all the action happened directly at my feet, and there's not a single shot of me because of the spot that I was in, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, I've been on the show enough, but you got some good airtime this week on this episode, Jim. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. That's the spot that I actually never sit in. I, that's I was actually sitting right next to Vamp, even though you never saw us in the same shot. Um, but it was weird because I didn't think I'd get any TV time in that area. But thank you, DJ. <laughs> yeah, they they cut you in. <laughs> Well, I was shot. wondering if it, I was like, I think I had that whole entire like this thing the entire time because I'm like, what the hell am I watching? Well, you had a good angle from over there too, like uh, we, where we were. You know, and DJ just mentioned like he'd never heard a crowd go so silent at the end of a match, but half of the reason was because nobody sitting where we were sitting could see, even see the end of the match. We didn't even like, know. Yeah, we knew he was getting put in the ambulance, but from the time he fell from the band thing and we heard the crash and we kind of saw some of it where the box was, we couldn't really see the, the medevac vehicle behind it. Yeah, um, the only thing more. that I was blocked from was when they set up that uh, barbed wire board. That was like right in the corner that I was watching, so I couldn't actually see the impact. I just oh, saw so you were it right behind there. it. You like yeah. just saw the board. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw it. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. And then <laughs> smash. And then it wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't good at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so the, the rest of this card that I'm going down. So we got the Son of Havoc versus Pentagon Dark, uh, Gift of the Gods ladder match to settle that fiasco from last week that I'm sure Casey hated. Um, then we've got the uh, El Dragon Azteca versus Matanza Cueto steel cage match. That's pretty interesting, um, considering that we haven't seen Ray uh, since Matanza basically killed him or came close to it and carried off his carcass. Uh, I wonder if Dragon Azteca is going to fare the same fate. Then uh, this is going to be an interesting one, considering the current backstage political climate, the Sexy Star versus Taya match. Um, because, 
I'm sure storyline wise, Sexy Star yeah. is probably supposed to be the face and Ty is supposed to be the heel. But even being there when it happened, I can tell you that wasn't entirely the case. And that was before all this. And so watching it on TV at this point in time when Sexy Star is quite possibly the most hated wrestler in the entire world in the last two decades. Um, for her to be portrayed as the face in that when Taya is so over everywhere, it's going to be super, super weird to watch and see how that's televised. I mean, and it was edited six months ago. So um, that's awkward. Um, in, like her falling over and breaking her neck in the toilets or something. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> just, just dies right there. Maybe breaks her arm into her own throat. We didn't even talk to DJ about some of the backstage stuff there wasn't I don't there wasn't a lot in uh and it's weird because with ultimate lucha you almost don't expect that much backstage stuff because so many storylines you know are should be culminating and coming to their closes so you want to see that in ring but there's a lot of questions with like the gauntlet and the medallions and you know katrina and her mom <laughs> yeah, we didn't even it. know that at all by then no, no, at, at all. So, and, and who knows what the resolutions to those storylines might be. So there might even be some surprises uh, for all of us who were actually there. And let's see, then you've got um, Cage versus Jeremiah Crane versus... Uh, Mil Muertes. Mil Muertes. That's just going to be... This, the ring won't be strong enough for that. Well, for, for Jeremiah, though, I mean, like, how is Jeremiah going to fare against two monsters or is he maybe he pits them against each other and steals a win in there somehow i don't know i feel bad for jeremiah that's like a a shitty shitty place to be in between a cage and mill sandwich well uh, we saw we saw jeremiah and cage and keith lee in um fsw and which was absolutely amazing it was amazing um and i think just non-Lucha Underground related, Cage and Jeremiah, Sam Callahan, had been uh, working together a lot on the indies, at least leading up to this, um, either with each other or <coughs> against each other. Um, and uh, I think they even, like, they were selling shirts. They had, they had some sort of inside joke where they called oh, each other twins. Twins, twins. yeah. 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 Uh, which, um, I don't see it. But... Uh, I think there's going to be just, I know those two will have a tremendous amount of chemistry in the ring and it doesn't matter who has chemistry with Mel Mortis because he'll just punch you in the face. Do you think that Sammy Callahan will be the godfather to little baby cyborg that Melissa and Cage are having? (laughs) Just a question. Moving on. We forgot Um, to ask DJ about that. Oh, like uh, really you want to waste DJ's time asking him about that? Dear Lord. Amongst all the things that will be different at the temple, whenever that may be, when we go back. DJ, who won the bet? <laughs> <laughs> She'll be fine. She'll, She'll still be the ring announcer. She just won't wear spiked heels when she climbs in the in the ring. I think I think that she'll still show up for work. Maybe she'll get a maternity leave for a couple months. But hey, the way they tape it, they could probably shoot her out. But they already have, she already has a hard enough time getting up and into the ring with those dresses that she wears. And the fact it's that they the don't have It's the shoes, dude. The freaking shoes. Blame the heels. Always blame the heels. It's Urban and J-Man's fault. What kind of shoes are they, Justin? The shoes, man. They're last Wait. real heels. There they are. There it is. <laughs> They're the last of them. 
Uh, Jamin and Urban got a lot of camera time today too, but I don't I don't know that they even watch the show anymore. Are they in the chat room? Do they watch no, the show? Uh, Urban, I don't know. Urban like legit fell off the earth, and Jamin I don't think has internet. Oh, I gotta send a shout out real quick before I forget to uh, to my man Kevin Flynn for uh, making sure that all my gear got out here this week. That's my man. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, um, I want to send the same shout out to him for sending me the stuff too. What? That's not that's not what happened. I think no, that's why I, I sent shout out. He told me he was sending me more stuff than you. So no, he I no, see he why just, you're upset. No, he took care of my own actual stuff. It was my stuff. He didn't send me what stuff. Yeah, he sent, stuff. he sent me your stuff too. Yeah, Byron's walking around in your t-shirts. Look, I'm not trying to put him on blast for his shoot job. Is the point, Byron? His he he hooked me up at his shoot job. You get it? Yeah, I know. I, I got it from the beginning. <laughs> Just fucking with you. It's so much fun. Um, okay, and the last but not least match uh, that has been announced is Prince Puma versus Johnny Mundo, career versus title. So my prediction is that Vinny Massaro, uh, hands down favorite, wins the unique opportunity battle royal. And uh, the, the season four match that DJ was talking about that he already has written is obviously – uh, Vinny Massaro versus the winner of Puma versus Mundo at the beginning of season four. Oh, match of the year. What I think <laughs> is going to happen is I think Vinny's going to come down at the end of that match and he's going to hit uh, that 650, 640. I can't do that. Yeah, I think it's just 635, but it's, it's close. 635. He'll probably <laughs> do like a 620, to be honest with you. And then it, when he does that, then whoever is probably going to be Marty. He's the head official. He's just going to count a three count for Vinny, and Vinny's going to win. Okay, I could see that. I'd be down with that. That's my that's my prediction. All right. So overall thoughts on this episode. I'll let you guys go. Yeah, my pizza's here. Go tell me your overall thoughts on this uh, Hell of War match, guys. Now's your chance. I had pizza too today. Well, good for you. Well, I'm, just, I'm talking adjusted. Don't be rude. I'm talking about pizza now. I had, Just you get pizza in America. I had pizza last night as well. I went to the uh, I went to the comedy cellar and I saw Mike Rubiglia do stand up comedy and I got two slices of pizza at the place where Louie gets it at the intro to his show. That's not a big deal. I'm just living my life. Show oh, I miss New York miss New York pizza so so much. It's, it it costs a dollar a slice. Oh, I hate West Coast pizza. Uh, I'm sure we're supposed to be talking about the hell of war right now. Pizza gets about four out of ten stars. New York pizza, on average, let's say eight and a half out of ten stars. Meef, what do you think? You know, you're get, you're in England. What do you know about pizza? We we get Domino's. Papa John's has just started here. Meef, you should just probably kill yourself if that's the kind of pizza you're used to eating. But I grew up with Sardinians, so I had proper pizza. Soft onions. Sardinians. Sardinians. It's an island off of Italy. Byron. What does that have to do with pizza? Italy. They're Italian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Justin's going to come back and he's going to be like, you guys are still talking about pizza? Well, let's talk about something else. I haven't had good sushi yet. I haven't just gone to have sushi yet. I, oh. I need to do that. I'm just concerned that New York sushi is going to be obscenely more expensive than LA sushi. It's New York. Oh. Also, like I can't 
I can't figure out how to like how to find people to eat fish with. I I seem to okay. you know what? It's okay. Okay? Are you okay yeah, what? Okay. okay. You know exactly what I mean. I saw okay <laughs> out of tier one show. I big league like all the wrestlers to shake his hand and take a mark picture with them. It was awesome. I feel so bad doing that when I go to like the UK shows and like I went to one and there was Tyler Bate um, with his like WWE UK Championship and like Pete Dunne and all these guys and I just totally spent the entire time talking to Phoenix and Penta. It was like fuck everybody else. <laughs> and, and like literally turn up at all these UK shows and don't have a clue who the UK wrestlers are. It's like I only came for the luchadors. <laughs> <laughs> So how it works? Listen, listen, guys. We really should be talking about the episode. You're talking about pizza and sushi the whole time. Fucking Did you seriously not talk about the episode the whole time I was gone? I tried. Justin, he, I tried. He started talking about. So he just started saying "okay" over and over again. I couldn't wrangle it. I tried my best. This is supposed to be easier when Casey's not here. Oh, FML. JML. So, all right. So hello, more guys. <laughs> Okay, so in the first match of the evening, it was Famous B versus or what Famous B and Dr. Wagner versus Te Tejano. What pizza are you eating, Justin? Huh? No, it wasn't my pizza. It was the it was the woman in the hotel telling me I had left my laundry in the uh, dryer all day, which I had. Oh, wonderful! I'm um, not I'm not so smart. I'm not good at this whole traveling every day for work. Dude, uh, one of the things that what gets me about uh, hotel rooms on the road is when you do need that late night dinner and you get pizza, you have to get a whole pizza, right? And then I look at the menu and I'm like, I don't want to order a medium-sized pizza. Who am I? So I'll end up just getting like an extra large pizza with breadsticks. And then it gets sent to my room and I eat as much as I can. And then I have to sleep with the rest of the pizza just laughing at me. Yeah, there's something, there's something wrong with you, man. I, I just ordered like $8 worth of medium pizza. That's it. It's not that hard to do, Byron. You have to have some self-control. and like. You know what I should do? I should get on the subway and go down the East Village and get some Criff Dogs, get, get a chili cheese. Well, you, now you live in a city where if you can't find food to eat at any point in time, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. When I did do. this turn into a food vlog? I don't know. Byron is once again derailing the whole thing. And I work I'd on a say, damn food show this is now, what Byron. The people like, want to hear. The last thing I want to do is talk about food at the end of the day. That's all I do is go to restaurants and look at people's food all day long. You know, marshmallows. Being the elite did a video where they went outside in a parking lot and then they had Cody. Of all the things he could do, they had him just do a monologue from Independence Day. That was amazing. Five. That was amazing, but that was their video. I thought there was going to be more, and there was. That was it. Mm. Does there it's need any more? It's the part. It was part of the latest being the elite. That yeah, was just part of teased, it. They teased Daniel Bryan being in the trunk and being the stooge. And the thing is, you know, if Daniel Bryan gets out of his contract, they're going to try and get him in the Bullet Club. Daniel Bryan wants to do an oppressive match with Roosh, not Roosh. Leo Rush. Rush. But Leo Rush thinks that he wants the match with him. It's a weird thing. Hearts are getting broken. Hearts are getting broken all over the place, and most of them are yours. Mm, it's true. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, weren't we talking about the Lucha Underground show? Okay, I'm pretty sure we were. 
Famous B. Justin, Justin, I have a question. Do you think when DJ was here, I could have asked him how much I could pay, or when we were talking EV Dub, to pay for like some CG work to, I don't know, like blur people or a person out in the audience? Who did you want to blur out in the audience? I don't know. Everybody but Byron. Oh, really? There's, there's, there's blur me out? No, I want to blur Casey's stupid face out. I don't want to scare people from the everybody's everybody's friends when they're in the temple. It's a little time capsule of friendship. Just because they're not friends afterwards doesn't mean that they're not friends when they're in the temple. Okay, we were, we were all friends. It's all friendship. You were like family. I remember Twitter. I remember what it was like. Shut up, fam. <laughs> Shut up, fam. <laughs> I got your Hoot fam right here. Click. Click. <laughs> Hoot fam. It's the kind of click you're getting from me. I was going to say, it's just going to shoot me now. Is this, this is about? Oh, it's a shoot. Oh, it's no. a shoot. All right. <laughs> you're just, I, you're, dude, you're just lucky it's your birthday. Casey said, look, yeah. let the kid on. It's his fucking birthday. He's turning like 300 years old. How many? So how old are you? You're 30 years old now, Maeve? I am officially an old man now. What's that in stones? Oh. <laughs> hey, me legit. Told me, <laughs> me said to me with a straight fucking face, one of the many things he said to me, which makes him crazy, is that he says, I'm in my 20s. I'm 30 years old. <laughs> in America, because you guys live behind me. And then I realized, actually, technically, my, um, my birthday was yesterday in America, so. Oh yeah, so so you're still I'm fucking still, thirty. You're old. Yeah, I'm still Jesus. fucking thirty. I'm still lying. Your metabolism is gonna give up on you. Your hair is gonna start to fall out. You're gonna grow. My metabolism gave up on me. Fucking when I was a teenager. I met you when I turned thirty. It's true. Everything yeah. is downhill. Uh, life sucks. Your friends and the people who love you stop loving you, and everything hurts. I thought you said thirty, <laughs> not three. That 30. was at three for you, wasn't yeah. it? When your mom for stopped me? loving you. Oh, my parents, my, parents, my parents will love me forever, Justin. And yeah. that was rude of you to say that. That's not what the letter said to me, but that's fine. They, they don't need, they wouldn't even talk to you. They're, you know, because of the. Well, I'm taking a picture of the. Well, what are you trying to selfie yourself being on the podcast? Are you trying to put yourself over on Instagram right now? How do I do this? It's not a story so someone can follow it. Why? Do you, do you want me to leave your picture on the screen so you can get a picture of yourself, Byron? Is that what's going on here? Look, so famous B and Dr. Wagner versus Tejano. Um, for a, for a match that's going to be completely forgotten on this episode, it was actually a really good match. A, I love Dr. Wagner surprises. B, I like Tejano. And yeah, uh, C, fuck famous B is a, a bump machine, as I said earlier. Um, and Brenda. Brenda is not that bad. Brenda had a microphone on during this match, I believe. Well, she always has a microphone on, doesn't she? They, no, they I, well, no, I feel like they started doing that in the middle of the season. I feel like they used to run over and boom her when she would get involved when stuff would spill out. And then I think they realized that she's over there being so entertaining the whole time that they just have to mic her. And, and Yeah, I think the yeah, funniest part about all that was, I don't know if anyone caught it, but after she uh, kissed Tejano, she looks at the camera and she's like, tastes like barbecue sauce. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. Oh, I was just like, like popcorn. <laughs> it's like no mouth, not eyes. Uh, 
But like, I actually had to rewind it. I'm like, did she just say what I thought she did? And sure enough, she did. And I thought it was great. Yeah, she's some. She's surprisingly a comedic genius. She really is. I she does teach Brian. Yeah. Me Brian can a long fucking lesson. How come I'm the only one who's astounded that Meef has a like a replica phantasma groin in his home? <laughs> Dude, because we already knew that Meef was a mark for phantasma. Like well, these things just shouldn't surprise you anymore. I'm a mark. I get masks and stuff. I don't get the genitalia sculpted out of my favorite luchador. Okay, but if you were Paul London, Mark, you said you wouldn't get a cod piece. No, I get a cod piece. I've been asking for a cod piece. We all have, and I want the jacket. I'll be Paul London for Halloween if I could get the goddamn jacket. Not that you anyone should would know. be Kenny Omega for Halloween. Yeah, Old who's gonna chicks. get that? I'm gonna walk around. I would oh, get I Paul should. London. Yeah, really. I help, but Paul London looks like a fun time. A lot of cute Japanese girls in New York would totally get it if you did Kenny Omega. How about yeah. that? I should do Kenny Omega. <laughs> exactly. You if you did Paul Kenny. London, people will think you were just a knockoff of Alex DeLarge from Clockwork Orange. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, but people do that, you. that. Or a sex pest. So what or do that. I do for pants for Kenny Omega? Let's brainstorm this out. Let's workshop this. Where, do, where would I get Something that? Tight and spandex and full Pleather. length. Pleather's, oh, pleather. mm. It's New York, dude. You could probably just actually get a pair of Kenny Omega's pants. Yeah. All right, so the second match, Hell of War. So tweet um, MMM show if you have Kenny Omega clothes <laughs> oh my God. for Halloween. Oh, anyway, yeah. So uh, Famous B is, is now has Tejano. We're ending the season with uh, Tejano and Famous B's control, which is very interesting. By the way, have they ever announced what famous B's company was before this episode <laughs> I, uh, I think yeah, last week i think last, last week, was, week? Or, or a couple weeks ago was the first time that was infamous entertainment or whatever the fuck it is was it not on his card is it infamous incorporated or infamous incorporated, no, on his yeah. card it just says famous b oh. and and the number so didn't have anything beforehand yeah i think it got written in post would be my guess Okay, because he only had one. He's always only had one client at a time. So, well, look, he's got a whole roster now. He's got Wagner and Tejano. Is this officially and a stable with with Brenda? It yes. is. It's a full on stable. And and as DJ was kind of talking about it, like it'll be interesting to see how they bring Wagner back if Wagner stays in the mask in the Lucha Underground universe. If he's just that guy still, or if I mean, he comes they, in unmasked. When Superfly, or, when Superfly came in, he was masked. Yeah, right. well, so Superfly, just leave him masked. Best thing the Superfly do. thing, though, is I think unique because he had just lost his mask, and I think they brought him in. They put the mask back on him to do a short program where he got to lose the mask to Sexy Star. If, what do you mean? I think it would Fuck be also awesome if Wagner came in with the mask on, and they just used it as an excuse for another mask match for an unmasked, previously unmasked. Superstar, that would be hilariously awesome. How much do you think he would charge for a second mask match? Exactly. Probably the exact same price. He's not been paid for the first one, I don't think. He's like, just give me a goddamn house. The thing is, is what they should do is have him be limo guy. Just limo no guy's sell. back! <laughs> no sell the fact that he's Wagner or... <laughs> just have him be the, uh, as the unmasked guy. Be guys, limo, limo guy is last, back. What do you mean Limo Guy's back? I thought Limo Guy was gone when he took the claw off 
And then we saw him in the, the episode we didn't do a show. Limo guy's back in a goddamn limo. I limo, guy didn't have, limo guy didn't have the claw the first time we saw him either when he was smoking the cigar. He was Mr. Claw. Was he trying to do... That's why we made... You're assuming, you're assuming it's the same limo and the same guy both times. It's That's a cigar. Cool. Why are we calling him uh, Mr. Claw instead of the cigar man from X-Files? No, we were calling him limo cigarette. guy, and then we switched to calling yeah. him Dr. Claw when we saw the claw. Yeah, but... Maybe see. it's back to limo guy again. Maybe they're not the same person, Byron, is what I'm saying. Mm. There could be more meetings than just one person. Mm. Do you think Arnold is the father of the baby? Melissa's baby? Yeah. It's Phoenix's. It's going to come out on fire. Phoenix, not <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> he is from England. We only let him on the show to say things like Phoenix. That's it's Phoenix. Phoenix. Don't blow it's it. Phoenix. He's made in Tennessee. It's Phoenix. If you ask him, he'll tell you it's Phoenix. That's how... He really can't speak English that well either, me. He's really good. No, he's good at English. He's good at English. Mm. No, no, he's good at speaking words that are English, but making them sound correct is a whole other story. T-shirt, $35. He, yeah, he, he pretty much just that. tells me how much things are, and I go, okay, just take it, just take my wallet. So. What a mark. The, uh, no, do, you know, do you know who, who smokes cigars and is Lucha, Lucha Libre? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ultimo yeah. Dragon. Rick. Ultimo Dragon. <gasps> It's That's not Ultimo Dragon. I know, but it'd be so good if it was. Because I love Ultimo Dragon. You know, it should be Okada. <laughs> oh. Can you imagine if it was? Okada was, is the uh, real world champion. J-Man and I saw him. Some other people were there. I was there. <laughs> it's not Okada. It was fun. Did okay. you just turn up for Cody Rhodes? Yeah, he fought Cody Rhodes. It was a good match. Cody's getting better and better. I need to see his match against Suzuki. Anyways, no it was a good match. I'd say um, thumbs up. Five okay, stars. so the spots the spots that I uh, like. Um, well, first of all, you know it's Ultima Lucha when Tejano flies over the ropes before I leave that first <laughs> yeah. match because Tejano actually did an over-the-rope dive, and I was like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? You know he what else was going on? He out in his Lucha Underground gear. Yeah, yeah. He had Lucha Underground like themed gear, I was going to say, Jimmy, but I guess you can finish the thought. I mean, and that was it. That's all you get, but that was still worth it. Um, so... I don't even know where to start with the the hell of the hell of war match. Like, do I start at whack a mole? The whack a mole spot at the beginning that was super awesome. That and what it it starts off, but like the, all three times that I saw that spot, every <laughs> single time when Dante pops his head up, I'm like, this is stupid. Why is he doing this stupid thing? And then it plays out, and it's awesome. Every time what? I get suckered in, and his his uh, running moonsault. Oh. Made it even better. That was oh, just yeah. like, oh my god! And I'm pretty sure they did the whack-a-mole spot several more times, but I think they only showed it once on TV. <laughs> they did only show it once because the whole crowd was yelling whack-a-mole because he was sticking his head up. And but I yeah. think I think they thought it was too much of a a flippy indie shit comedy oh. spot to stay in the match that way. But I mean, you, yeah, because you just see his head pop through once and the chair slam, and then the whole crowd's going whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole. Yeah, because he stuck his head through different rungs each yeah. time. 
Um, so for those who weren't there, it was very entertaining and it was actually kind of funny and probably misplaced. Now that <laughs> you think about it, it's probably not uh, the best plan. People but... people up for the whole death and dismemberment that happens later. Yeah, but it was still it was really funny live. Um, and DJ said they only cut five minutes out. I feel like it was closer to about twenty minutes oh. that got cut out. Oh yeah. I was going to say at least minimum of 10 to 15. There's no way that only five minutes got cut out of that. Yeah. There, were a lot, there was a lot of setup for a lot of those things. I, yeah, I'd be very surprised uh, to find out it was less than that. Um, so let's see. Um, oh, I was also, even when we were there, I was really surprised that there was no hard way blood from all the chair shots before they even got to the glass spot. Like, thinking it was a first blood match. And I know Killshot was taking a lot of them and he had the mask to protect him in case he did. He has a Christian vest. That's a little Roman Reigns-y, you know what I mean? You can get, you, you've seen it so many times, like, um, the, was it Braun Strowman versus Lesnar on the weekend? Like, they don't even know how he happened, but he got cut under the eye. All you need is to catch it on the glove or a yeah. piece of material. So, like, first blood matches always, to me, have been a bit stupid, unless it's in a WWE environment where they generally, you know, it's they avoid everything and then just blade. Well, it was it was pretty impressive with some of the shots and some of the spots that they were doing, even with the ladder and stuff. It was like, yeah, dude, one of these guys, especially with the the scar tissue that AR has, oh. that guy has a lot of scar tissue that can open up pretty damn easily. So I was honestly surprised that they didn't fucking bleed sooner. But look, they got to the glass spot and it was pretty pretty fucking oh. sweet. Um, what was the other one? Oh, the fucking the, the leg drop from the, yeah, the stands oh, over to yeah. the chair on the apron. And oh, Byron, yeah. you know how much Byron hates apron spots, and that was right in front of where we were sitting that day. That was awesome. I think I thought Byron. I thought you were going to cuss him out. I thought you were going to be like, "You sick fuck! Why would you do that?" Everything goes in that match. They're all they're, the Spanish fucking yeah. fly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was after that spot that. It's one of the times they showed me, and like the angle from where I saw it was like you could see the crunch of Killshot's head. Oh, it was nuts. It was it was fucking brutal. And then there was like I, I think there was one point where Ar tried to do the the standing springboard low main pain and almost bit it, but still pulled it off somehow. Like he totally yeah. botched the spot, and they still got it. Like I think Shane just threw himself into it anyway. And well, he. Yeah, Fox just—he was one foot slipped, but he—he he put all the momentum in his other foot and still pulled it off. It was amazing. Like I, I've seen people botch that way before, and they usually just kind of go down to the ring apron and then do something else or do a DDT or something or a suplex back in the ring. Well, I think but, the problem with that was it was a double springboard. It was right. a springboard for each of them. So with if one of them messed it up, the other one couldn't really recover. It was really great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that was quite miraculous, to be honest with you. What's that? Which one? How someone didn't die when they went over the rope, and it was basically like a, it was like a brain buster almost. Like, if. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they were. They're outside, but they hold on, so they both yeah, just went. Yeah, and they both just. Oh. Like a Slinky. Yeah. yeah. And usually they tease a spot like that, they just went right into it. These guys are out of their minds. Well, now, was it the sp Spanish fly into the steel chair? That was oh, yeah. totally fucking insane. Oh, God, that was nuts, too. How did, how did someone, again, not, like, be crippled? Like, Jesus no, Christ. You know what, though? If you watch that spot again, it actually looks, uh, it's perfectly done. It yeah. looks totally yeah. safe. I mean, it's there's about a the angle that they hit it. 
Yeah, there's a few of them where, where it looked gnarly, but it was actually – those guys actually worked pretty safe considering how ridiculous this match was. And you could tell that the planning was there for all these spots yeah. is, is probably why. But this is what I was saying to like DJ when I said like I'm pretty sure AR Fox could teach these guys how the stunt guys how to fucking do their job because I'm not being funny. Like we, the, the you know, the, when he jumped up to do the Spanish fly, and he slipped as well, didn't he? One of the yeah, Spanish flies, yeah. and yeah. So like, all that needed was that spot to just be a slip, and someone's not walking again. Well, hey, are you guys or, trying to get PW off or centimeters off? That's all it takes. Oh, like, PW, oh, Jimmy, are you trying to get PW? I'm not trying, man. They bumped the prices up. It's not even a bowl anymore. Front row is ninety bucks, and general and standing room are seventy. Fuck I want to be there. That I want to be there. Night two looks awesome, like you know, especially with Zack Saber versus Walter and oh. but, yeah. But I, I can't do it. You know, I went to Bola. I think that's good enough for next few months. Maybe whenever the next event after All-Star Weekend is. How effing hot was it in there for Bola? Like, I was actually genuinely worried that you guys might die. Like, somebody so might die. The, I, w- I was only there for night three. The first two nights I heard were pretty bad, but I actually brought a mini fan that I <laughs> hooked up to a mobile battery pack, and that thing saved me. Yeah, that w- I mean, like, the valley was so brutal. I, Of course... All that talk about should I get tickets or not get tickets, and I didn't get tickets. So I didn't think I would be there. I was in the valley that night, that whole. Oh, weekend. you probably could have walked up and gotten standing room. I was. I thought oh, about they're, it. They're still doing that. They do it occasionally. Um, they've just been super cool with it. As long as you know, you show up, you wait, and you're like, "Hey, I know there's you guys are sold out, but can I just get standing room?" Oh no, I thought about it, but then I went out on my balcony and smoked a cigarette, and it was like 106 degrees at night that first night. And I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, there's no way I want to walk up the street and go to Bola. Fuck this. <laughs> the thing is, is, you could just walk in anyway and let you sit up front row because did not happen like every night. Not, not if you're Mil Machetes. Yeah. If you're Mil Machetes, you definitely can't do that. <laughs> no, he even had no, a Jesus ticket. Christ. They didn't want him to do it. I know. <laughs> that was a fucking fiasco. Yeah. But yeah, like I just... I just I couldn't survive without that fan, and I think it's ironic. I mean, it's not really a spoiler since it's in the teaser, but uh, one of the other guys next to me actually had his little fan, and Pentagon took it and used it in the match, which was amazing. <laughs> That's not what you want. You want that fan back, like fuck you, Pentagon. I'm- oh, he got it back. Oh, did he? That was great. I mean, it was kind of broken, but it still worked. Hey, that's yeah. that's even better. In terms of the, the bowler thing, the price-wise, um, you, you guys would love the UK because, like, we had the um, Fight Club Pro, the guys who have, like, um, Cam Callahan and Pete Dillon and Tyler Bate. They do. They did a dream tag team in, um, invitational, which is Russell Angelica, Jack Evans, the Lucha Brothers. But, like, when they did that, front row was 25 quid, oh. so $35. And, like, Ooh. the first night they had was the elite versus oh. versus the um, UK strong style, which is like a mega really in terms of the guys are all on WWE. And basically um, that was, I think 30 pounds. So like again, $40 for front row. And but like that's pretty much how it is at all the Indies yeah. everywhere yeah. else. I mean, even yeah. with the top level guys, it's just PWG and they get the money. So they're just going to keep driving it up because they keep getting the money. Well, I think well, that it. Southern California wrestling is just in a boom, so everything's priced up. PCW, Championship yeah. Wrestling from Hollywood's tonight in Hollywood. Like, they're actually in Hollywood for once. For, for once in a long time. 
Yeah, and they're charging 30 bucks a ticket. I'm like, 30 bucks a ticket for a championship wrestling from Hollywood? That's pricey. Yeah. Aren't all the wrestlers, don't they stay with Excalibur and eat at that Denny's and Reseda anyway? Like, how much can it be to book someone for PWG? Uh, probably not much, but they're making all their money so they can get everyone to come in. Yeah. It's the appeal. So. Like, I haven't paid 25, 30 bucks for an indie show since I was back east and going to Ring of Honor and CZW. Yeah, I mean, Even if you're if you're expensive. paying if you're paying anything over fifty, you should be getting front row and a meet and greet and autographs and like a Which lot. Which is of what PCW is doing. I think it's like right. fifty to seventy for that. But PWG, you're going just to be a part of it. And honestly, I'd rather spend ninety bucks front row at PWG than ninety bucks for a raw and sit in like the nosebleed section. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, I paid to go see Phoenix last year. Um, mm. And I, I just think, love when he says Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> and it was three, basically there's a company over here and what they do is they do like one show on the Friday evening. Then there's one midday Saturday, one the evening of Saturday and the same Sunday. So like if you go, it's five shows. But if you buy the whole weekend ticket, it's like 70, 90 pounds. <laughs> and like, oh, God, it's not so always the same match. It's not, it's not even the same match as like, um, they do like tournaments and stuff all the time. So like the first one you'll see is like the knockout of the tournament. You have like an hour break, come in like five o'clock in the, or six o'clock at night, and then it goes back into the tournament, finishing it up. It's like, and they do bank, bank book it all together. And to be honest with you, you can buy meet and greets, but like when you go to them, everybody's just sat around like selling merch. So yeah. like really all you, all you do is you pay like the five bucks and like then you get like a pit. So they'll let you take a picture, but generally they kind of, I mean, the whole point is you're, you're basically paying to be a mark that comes and pays more money. Yeah, But that way, you're easily identifiable as the mark that you are. But I like them. I mean, I, I like to go to the meet and greets because, honestly, I know then that the performers are getting a little bit extra money and it's going straight to them. And I'll go and buy an 8x10 or a T-shirt or something for guys that I like and get a photograph. But that's – I mean – I do that because I know it's supporting them and that's a good part of how they make their money and they're getting forced to stand around there anyway. And a lot of times those guys, dudes will double up on what their daily, what their booking is at some of those things. I mean, they will make a lot of their real money at those fucking dumb things. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean like Penta, like and Phoenix, um, if, when they, when they come over, cause they have, they have the high value item like you know the masks and stuff and obviously you know me i buy like 10 so like the the, the thing is is they, they can do that and they can that like pay pays for their trip because when penta came over in february he literally just like was rolling out fucking cash it was like holy shit <laughs> oh, that was, even, i'm sure that doesn't even include the money that's thrown in the no. ring after they're done the match oh, we're, we're not we don't do that in england I what? was going to do it, but I thought I'd be the one person like throwing like dollars. I want to go up to Canada and do it and throw toonies at the guys. <laughs> I'm guys, just a dick, though. guys, what, we Byron? have break, we have breaking Marty Janetti news. His oh, latest, yeah, his latest Facebook post starts off with all caps. He wants um, to his daughter. All caps. Breaking news for all media: no sex with daughters. Marty, Marty Gennetti is breaking the news that he hasn't had sex with his daughter yet. Yeah, I mean, you have to admit it's pretty surprising news. He, uh, yeah, 
I mean, he really wanted to. He says, he says he was hacked, and I think he's bringing it up because um, the Young Bucks made a joke at his expense at their Reddit AMA today or yesterday about it. Uh, but I, I will be limiting what I say here due to attorney's advice and lawsuits in progress. Is he – who's he suing? His daughter for not sleeping with him? <laughs> Why else would I have you? I got to do a podcast about something that's not wrestling. The wrestling world is so messed up. Like, it's always fun trying to-, to explain shit like this to people who aren't wrestling fans, and you try to justify why you're a wrestling yeah. fan, and you just never can. You can't. It's impossible. And they just look at you like, really? Really? Is there something wrong with you? And then deep down inside, you say, yeah, I guess there is. Try explaining that. If you're a wrestling fan, all you do is say Marty Panetti, <laughs> and you go, all right, I get it. Yeah. Byron's trying to find Kenny Omega's pants. I gotta find his pants. Jimmy, Jimmy is subjecting himself to torture by sitting in a room that's 105 degrees. Meatloaf is building an, another man's penis in his room behind him there. Uh, and hey, I deal with safety every week. Like, clearly, we all have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Certifiable. Sort of more than certifiable. And it's all, right, all, it's all wrestling related. related. It, it absolutely is. Anybody else anybody got anything they want to say about this episode of uh, Lucha Underground? It was fucking insane. Yeah, it was, I, was so just. Good. I like to think. I well, I think it's funny that like uh, if you noticed like before the Hell of War match started, there was already blood on the canvas. Yes. Because yeah. the Hell of War match was the end of day one. <laughs> so, non-spoiler. If you haven't, if you weren't at the temple, you can kind of get an idea where the rest of Ultima Lucha goes. Yeah, and and I think one of those is next week too. So, yeah, enjoy. There's oh, going to be yeah. some fun ones. Now, I had teased this a long time ago when we talked to EB Dub. I was going to ask. There you about is it. one match coming up that I find to have been absolutely dreadful, and everyone is going to be surprised when I finally say what that match is. EB Dub knows what it is. I told him, and he was like, "Really?" And I said, "Yes, that I match was a." Stink bomb. Um, so let's see if you guys can. Was I did, was I was I sitting with you guys for this match? Because I don't even remember anymore. I don't know. I don't know, and I can't say. I can't. I'm no. I'll I'll give it away if I say what I was. About I texted to. you. All right. Yes, it's that one, Byron. Yeah, I bet it yes. also. It's it's worth it, but it's not a good match. That's I all I can say. I don't want to say anymore, but. You yeah, can't. You can't. We'll talk about it. We'll have our chance. We'll have our day. Where do I get Kenny Omega pants? I'll find you a guy. Don't worry. Oh, my God. I mean, I, know, I don't want to pay Mark Prices for pleather pants. I can, you pay I can, Mark Prices for masks. <laughs> I haven't bought one since two since my birthday. Um, and the Rey Mysterio mask after that. And the, the Parka mask. You know, you know, I have the mask maker hookup in Mexico, so I can always, you know, ask around. Yeah, what's, what's, what's the what's the hookup? You go, can you make me a mask and yeah, then literally, pay yeah. them money? Yeah. And pretty and much anybody that you ask says yes, and then you just yeah. get something in return or nothing, and they run off with your money. Yeah. Oh, we got to make MMM show masks, dude. I'm working I'm on it. it. You're working you on it. I was talking to Meef about it five months ago. <laughs> yeah, I, made it, I? I made the design, didn't I? You guys go ahead and make the bootleg one, and then I'll just shut that shit down, well, and then I'll make the real that's one. That's already happened. I've that's already made the bootleg. Are you sending a cease and desist? 
Yeah. Wait. Speaking of which, how did how did that go over with Thunder Rosa? We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. yeah she, she loved. She, well, it was really weird because, um, like, I, I know I've said to you before, like I've been missing like where I'm from, and like where I'm from is like 400 miles away, which is like you know three quarters of England. Um. So, I, w- I went back at home, and she was wrestling in what can only be described as a, like a, a social club. So like okay. it's like an old Victorian building, so it's all really nice carving, but it had like some some like uh, there's like a political uh, party pub below, and like we're talking like you know billiards kind of style. So you had to go around the back upstairs, and it was like a functional hall on top. So it was a very strange venue, and I like paid eight pounds for front row, but it was generally like kids, and there was like n- no real name talent on there other than Thunderosa. And there was there was one kid there was one kid who was there who was ridiculously good, and I was meant to actually talk to him and try and get him to like watch some like Flamita and Phoenix and some other guys to kind of make his career better. But yeah, you should definitely watch Flamita because like he he, he took, like where they had the ring was like where you would have like the band stage, so like you could step off the stage onto the ring apron. He took he, and he was like a good two three foot away from it, but he took a proper dive over the top and just like really nailed it but yeah it was it was good she's she's a wonderful lady is mel well, i'm glad so you she, got she, to finally meet her we love mel she's always yeah. awesome and whatever she loved she's the doing. shirt she loved the shirt she literally like oh. the first thing she did was like stick it on and walk around with it so oh, she was awesome. super, yeah but yeah she, she was it was uh the back end of her tour here she'd been here for like nearly two weeks yeah, I mean, she was on, like, British television, and she worked yeah. a bunch of shows. I mean, she fucking went over and did the deal. She yeah, was I mean, really she touring. What's Sorry. that? She didn't have a, I don't think she had a lot of shows. Considered. She was here for, like, a month, in reality. Like, I think she came over the beginning of September. But she managed to get on um, Lucha Britannia, which I don't know if you've heard of. I so did after like, that. I mean, that yeah. was the first when she did it was the first time I'd really heard of it. So she she does Lucha Vuitton, which which is like a they do build like not burlesque they do burlesque shows as well, but like the Cirque du Soleil stuff, and they have like um, the champion Cassius, I think his name is, who's like a gay wrestler who's as champions, and they're really cool, like a company doing alternative stuff, and the um, one of the it's guys who runs like uh, Lucha Vavum is out in LA. Yeah, 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 it's that kind of style, and um, one of the guys who runs Mass Republic Europe, he. Um, goes there quite a lot so like it was good for her to get there because i think that'd be like one booking that she'll definitely get more all the time so it was it was more i think about putting her name across because she didn't wrestle a whole lot but she got to see quite a bit of like london and stuff so but like one she she came up from london to go to a place called batley which is just outside leeds leeds is remotely a big city um and then basically she drove all the way back down to London to then go to Scotland. <laughs> Jesus. Which, which, which is a 10-hour drive. Yeah, that's a... that's a whole, yeah. yeah, but man, she's not unused to being in a no, car yeah. for 13, 14 hours to do that kind of shit. She's crazy for doing it, but she does it. And it was a little more relaxed because, like she was here, like I said, she, there was days between the wrestling, I think, in most of it. So, she, you know, she had some chill-out time. But wrestling shows in the UK, there's not, like, every day, like, going to be a wrestling show around. So it's quite <laughs> difficult. Uh, I hear a video game. Yeah, I hear it too. Is it me? It's not me, is it? It's me, I think. I think it was my wire. Hmm.
but yeah, she she enjoyed the t-shirt. I did tell her it was bootleg as fuck, and you'd get her a proper one. <laughs> it was authorized bootleg though, for the record. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. We couldn't we couldn't get the official one ordered and sent to her in the appropriate amount of time, so we got me the official logo and some, um, you know. And, and some some stuff so he could actually get her shirt, which is awesome. So Miflop actually is now a clothier for Mass Mats and Mayhem show. Clothing distributional. Yeah. Clothier. Mass Mats and Mayhem Europe. I want to see the paperwork. <laughs> I want to see your business logs for the merch of ours that you're pushing. I want to make sure that we're getting our cut. I'll get some Vista print cards printed off. MMMshop.co.uk. Exactly. Have I lost all the chat? I have, haven't I? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, my screen died back there. We, we are, but we won't be for very long because I do have a couple of things I have to go and deal with. But uh, yeah, oh, and I have to head out for curry and barbecue, so. Ooh, oh, you son of a bitch. We got done talking about food. Fucking <laughs> Hey, thanks to everybody who watched my uh, my show, Gear Dogs. This is the official Doghouse T-shirt over here. Um, get your merchandise from Cultured Customs. Anyway, ratings were up last week, and uh, the reading ratings were up last week. So thank everybody for watching, and hopefully they watched this week too because it's one of my favorite episodes. And then there's a couple more left, so please keep watching because I want to stay gainfully employed, just like DJ and everybody else in the TV business. It's hard out here for a pimp. Please watch my show Monday, I mean, 10 p.m. Discovery yeah. Channel. Yeah, watch. They don't have show. Discovery Channel in the UK. No, we do, but like I was just saying, do we, it doesn't necessarily come out at the same time. Oh, probably We're not. Yeah, six months behind, and they probably change the working title of it. Well, it's it's called Gear Dogs over here. It's on the Discovery yeah. Go app. It's on Mon Motor Mondays on Discovery Channel at 10 p.m. East Coast, which is God only knows what time for everyone else in the world, but Byron knows when to watch it. When's your show on Byron? My show is on Saturdays on DIY, 10 p.m., 9 central. Our season finale is this Saturday, I believe. It's really good. Um, you're going to see the whole house. You're going to see the party. You're going to see a lot of really cool stuff. Wow, man. I feel like you just finished building that house. That episode's already coming that soon, huh? It's Yeah, our finale is just happening. Then I'm probably going to go back out in November and start it all over again. Man, you need to tell the DIY people that they need to get on Sling because I can only watch your show when I'm back home in LA, which sucks. What about well, you guys? You guys got anything uh, else to plug? Don't let Byron talk anymore. Uh, you just get I'll the DIY app on your Apple TV like I do, then use your parents' cable password. <laughs> oh, jeez. Alright, now uh, mute it, Byron, so you can plug. Uh, I guess I'll plug my thing. Uh, Thor Ragnarok comes to theaters and cinemas on November 3rd. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that as well. It's actually my favorite one this year out of the two that we've done. So there you go. Also, props to Taika Waititi, awesome director, hilarious guy. So it's going to be a really good movie. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, Black Panther. Just saying. Oh, that's, that's going to be the hotness. I'm telling you right now, that is, that is awesome. That's going to yeah. be the shit. Come February, also come to cinemas, Black Panther. <laughs> uh, what about you over there, Mr. Meatloaf? What are you going to plug? Your birthday? Phantasma? Phantasma, yeah. Everybody should support Phantasma. He's a good guy. He is. He's a really good guy. So, and he's going to be a fucking champion if they ever let him fight Johnny Mundo one-on-one. -on -one. 
but they don't want to without Cross. You mean, you mean Johnny Impact? <laughs> Johnny Impact. Yeah, I didn't even watch it. I had it on behind me for a while there, but I never, I never watched it. So I guess I'll have to watch that match later. I, but, I can't, you know, I can't differentiate between Presley, um, Presley, and Kevin Cross. The, only the collar, only the collar. I can tell the difference now. You know this man is a murderer, right? He's going to kill you. His name is Killer. He lives in Vegas, too, where he knows where holes in the ground are that he can just bury you in and no one will ever know. Desert as far as the eye can see. He knows I'll take a suplex off him anytime. Oh, so. my God. You have a death wish. All right. Yeah. Well, Lucha Expo is only like uh, 300 and... and 30 oh, yes, days yeah. away, so everyone... Coming right up. <laughs> I'm not actually going to reach 31. So Figure out what you're doing for Lucha Expo next year, guys. Let's make a trip out of it, especially if there's no Lucha Underground, which better come back, damn it, before DJ has to get some other job and then he's unavailable. <laughs> How do you make a show without DJ and Roach? You're not going to make... Oh, dude, DJ show. could have two jobs and he would still write all of season four of Lucha Underground. He will find the time. I mean, Roach found the time last year when he was doing fucking Big Brother over the top and Big Brother and like all his other shit. Like, and he's got a baby now. Like, those guys will find the time. I'm sure they'll all find the time. Where do I get a Kenny Omega shirt? ProWrestlingTeeth.com. In time for yeah. Halloween? You order it now. It takes like a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, so, it's not. This is that's not the hard part. It's or the go to part. a hot topic. Oh, well, where the fuck's a hot topic? I'm in New York. If you're gonna be Kenny Omega, though, you should just do you the plus with, with no shirt, right? Yeah. Like buy those floppy tits. Do a push up <laughs> and buy some spandex, motherfucker. And on that note, I gotta head out. Uh, I, 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 I drink the same protein breakfast shake that Vampiro drinks, you motherfucker. Oh my god. Right, Jimmy? Jimmy and I are on the same training regiment as Vampiro. A legend. So until next time, stay calm and stay in the stay mix. mix. Stay in the mix. Stay cool. Stay calm. Beef. Stay cool and stay in the mix.